Welcome back to another Sunday Live with Mr. Bet on You. I hope you guys are doing good. If you're out working, I hope you're making money. I hope you're being safe. If you're chilling, relaxing, it's the end of the week. I hope you got your feet up. I hope you got people around you. I hope you got a water in your hand, a cocktail in your hand, whatever you got. I hope it's a good time. So a lot to unpack today, like usual. Got some topics, some announcements, some shout outs, some information to share. You see this logo right there. Oh, man, I'm always bad at this. Right there. <laughs> 2023 Gig Worker Conference, Denver. Look at that beautiful logo. So I'm talk about that a little bit. I'm going to I'm going to pull up the community. I'm going to put up the website and go over that real briefly. This live will not be about that because a lot more information will come about that. And I have a lot of exciting things to share that aren't even on that website that will be added. So just know that this thing is coming together. Um, hope you guys are doing good. Hit the thumbs up for your boy. Let me know who's in the chat. Streaming our link will be open like usual. And we're going to get into these topics and all that. But before I get into that, I got three shout outs I want to give for featured channels of the week. Um, I also have some couple of shout outs I want to give that have to do with the GigCon uh, 2023 coming up in Denver, Colorado. I have a birthday announcement like I, you know, a couple of people have birthdays this weekend. I want to sh- sh- show them some love. But, but first, I always talk about my week. Pretty good week this week. I didn't work a whole lot in the gig economy. Because I was working on this gig con, took all the Wednesday off, half a Monday off, half a Friday off. So, but I, I made good money for the time that I was out. Instacart, DoorDash, no Uber. So, pretty good week. Hope you guys had a good week. Let me know in the comments how you did. Um, really good week this weekend. I got, I would say between between Wednesday and today, a lot done. A lot done. Just personally. With the conference, with you, I mean, a lot done. Had a lot of great conversations with a lot of great people. Some of you might be in the chat. You know who you are. Um, and this, even this weekend, just a great day. Did some yard work. Put together the final touches of my daughter's room because we're updating her room. Um, just did a lot. I feel accomplished. I feel really good. My vibes are extremely high. I'm carrying that energy into next week. I hope you guys had a good week. Um, and if you didn't know that, better times are coming, right? Because... The gig economy is a roller coaster, but overall, I had a really strong week. My mind's really strong right now. I feel really, really, really good, and I like that. And I want to share that vibe with you guys tonight. A lot has happened. So, first, without further ado, special shout out Steve Rideshare Rodeo. Happy birthday, Mr. Flex. Happy birthday! I know those guys have birthdays this week. Um, I do have three featured channels this week that I want to talk about. So I'm going to pull those up for you guys right now. I believe the first one was. I think I have them all memorized. I think I do. Um, Savvy Shopper delivers Holly Camp, a.k.a. Holly Camp. She is a collaborator of the GigCon coming your way in August 4th in Denver, Colorado. Go check out her channel. You can see the description in the um, – you can see the channel, the three feature channels in the description. If somebody is so kind, you could drop a link to her channel as well. Savvy Shopper delivers, a.k.a. Holly Camp. Thank you very much. Shout out to her. No giggity, no clout. What's up, man? I know you're in here right now. Um, go check him out. He's he's working hard. He's putting together content. He's you know got great energy. Go check him out. No giggity, no clout. Please, somebody put a uh, link in the chat to his channel. And the third one, let me see if my memory serves me right. It was a non-gig channel. Oh, I'm going to have to look. I can't remember the third one. Okay, hold up. Um, give me a second. Give me a second. 
Third one was, oh, okay. This is an OG. Okay, okay, okay. I've shouted out this channel before, but it's been, it's been a while. And this is one of my inspirations for YouTube. Okay, so when I talk about, like, people I used to watch on YouTube and inspire me, that, you know, a lot of them are gig content creators, but this one doesn't isn't gig content. Bigger channel. Um, his name is Pete, but the channel's name is Craigslist, like Craigslist Hunter. Craigslist Hunter. I love this dude. Okay, I stumbled upon his channel on YouTube. I love his energy. I, he's a reseller. I'm right outside of Chicago, which I'm from Chicago. He has a resale shop. He sells online. He has a shop. People come in. He uh, people he buys things from people. He records his interactions. I, I would love to meet this. His name is Pete. If I could meet him, and I, I probably should. I can drive up to a shop. Um, great channel. Uh, vlog style. He's about as real as they come. Craigslist Hunter. No giggity, no clout. Savvy shopping. The savvy shopper delivers Holly Camp. Those are three feature channels this week. Happy birthday, Mr. Flex. Happy birthday, Steve Rideshare Rodeo. Now, a couple of shout outs before I get into the chat. This gig conference, the first person I need to shout out is Jay Walk. His name is Sam, a dear friend of mine. I look at him as kind of like a big brother or an uncle. Okay. We've talked every day this week, 20 times a day. He is the creator and the mat and the mind of the website that I'll show you guys in a second. We're just going to go over it real brief. I'm not going to like, you know, you guys check it out in your own time, but he's done a lot for this channel and for me personally and otherwise. So I need to give him a lot of recognition. Then obviously Hannibal is hungry. We got some things going on. Um, Steve Rideshare Rodeo, Gary from Middleton Technologies, Savvy Shopping Holly, uh, Holly Camp, uh, Red from Gig Wars Official, Van, Tony, the Driven Dad, Sergio from the Rideshare Guy, and there's a few others that I can't, I'm not going to name yet, but, and they're not even on the site yet, and you guys will, so those are just some people I've been collaborating with. I don't think I missed anybody. If I did, I apologize. Listen, but those are some people that are definitely going to add a lot of value to this conference, and I'll be in talks with in the next couple weeks, putting this thing together. It takes a lot of time, a lot of effort. Um, I've spent a lot of hours this week, and I'm going to spend a lot of more hours this week. And appreciate all the people that have been patient in putting this event together. This is just like last one. Everybody that came, everybody had a great time, right? It was absolutely fantastic. And we're going to level up this year. It's going to be even better in different ways. And it's going to be fantastic. So, anyways, wanted to give a couple shout-outs. Let me get to see who's in the chat. Rice Air Hustler, what up? Side Hustle Tutorial, what up, what up, what up? KC, what up? Yeah, bands are part of it. I mean, listen, and I'm going to tell you all something right now. Um, I hope I can make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, this will also be live streamed by on this channel and many other channels, just like last year. So if you can't make it in person, you're going to be able to catch the replay, replay on YouTube. It's going to be live streamed. It's going to be talked about. Videos will be coming out after. So you're going to be a part of it either way. But I understand most people that would like to come aren't going to be able to come for whatever reason. So. But this is an event we do every year. We'll do a different um, shout out to LA Driver. I want Jerry. <laughs> We're going to get into that in a minute. Um, okay, so real quick, what else? I want to bring up this site real quick because it's just it's amazing. I'm listen. I'm in a really good mood tonight, and if I ramble and talk, and if it's if I'm seeing if I'm being over positive and too giddy, it is what it is. No giggity, no clout. It's all good. All right, occupancy. What up? Okay, gig workers. We will stream what we can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, okay, so I want to bring this up real quick. 
this is a site you guys could check it out. Check my community page, and I'll be posting up links and things like that. It will be a ever. Uh, it'll be a fluid site, meaning when updates happen, you'll see them, and then you'll get notifications. And there's a MBO, MBYO live kind of deal that you guys could get things. Let me one second. Okay, so GitCon Denver 2023. I want to go over just a couple things with you guys real quick. Like I said, I'm going to be. This is going to be a minute, and that's it. Uh, August 4th, hosted by your boy. A lot of special guests, some that aren't even on the site yet. I got big announcements coming in the next week, probably this coming up week. Uh, we'll be live streaming, uh, low cost. Listen, I'm going to be extremely transparent with everybody, okay? Last year, it was free for everybody. A lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of money to do a free thing. I don't think people understand the cost that's involved. And we do have some sponsors, but that doesn't always cover everything. When we say low cost, we mean really, 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 we, re- we mean low, okay? So just know that that's coming. You guys can get tickets. My plan is if, if actually not my plan. If you are a channel member of the channel, you are 100% free. If you are a collaborator, meaning you have your special guest or whatever, or you have family coming with you, those people and you are free. Um, but there's going to be entertainment, a lot of information. There's going to be free food, drinks, cocktails. There's going to be swag, T-shirts, a lot of stuff. So this ticket is going to be worth your while. I just need to say that the last one was free. I don't think people understand this is uh, hundreds of hours of work to go into this kind of thing. So just know that when, you, when you're selling a ticket or you're placing an RSVP to this event, this is a level up event. This is a fantastic event. This is better than what we had last year in a lot of ways. So I just want to be transparent with everybody. Um, bah, bah, bah. So if you go in here, there's the tabs, all that good stuff. Each thing that you click on, for example, we'll click on, uh, you know what? Let's click on van. Let's just click on van. Boom. He pops up, meet van. Boom. Let's click on, and there's going to be things added on here. Gig Wars Creators. I think Red's probably in here right now. You click on that, boom. All links to these places are in, in there as well. She has an app, a challenge app, Gig Wars official app. Um, yeah, so just know that that is coming, and I'm very, very proud to put this on with a lot of great people that are way smarter than me and a lot of great collaborators. So let's remove that. That was about a minute. So there we go. Um, if anybody has any kinds of questions, you can always email me and there will be a spot in the actual site where you can ask questions and put in your name and email and get an RSVP before the tickets go on and all that. My email address, I'm going to put up right here. If you have any kind of questions, whatever, um, there you go. That's the email right there. I'll leave that up for a couple of minutes. And let's get into the show topics right now. Um, Cynthia, what up, Felicia? Driven mom, Lisa, how are you? Hannibal, what's up? What's up? Hockey PNC, Mad Mapper. Can I drive your <laughs> rideshare hustler? I'm going to be hopefully on Uber on the way to death. Ooh, if the rideshare hustler is coming, I'm putting you on the side, bro. Big words. Yes, I am here. What up? All right. So, so if anybody has any questions, email me. Um, this event is for the people, but it's also going to be a lot of value and a lot of good time. So, just know that this is, it takes a lot of time and effort to do this. Um, nobody else really does things like this in the gig community. So I think it's going to be very fun. It's going to be extremely unique. It's a way to connect on a totally different level because a lot of us connect via YouTube in the comments and we make content, we make videos, we ask questions, whatever. A lot of us know each other. It's in, but connecting in a personal level and hanging out and having a good time and keeping a positive vibes and getting actual value. And this is actual a tax write off. You are a 1099 independent contractor. So um, just know that this is going to be it's going to be a fantastic time. This is the event of the year. Um, 
Let's see the end of the year. So there we go. All right. Um, let's see. Driven Dad. Tesla experience. Yes. The Driven Dad is going to be there to give us a Tesla experience. Um, it's going to be amazing, guys. Listen, this is going to be fun. So if you can make it, obviously, check out the site. RSVP name, email at the bottom. And then we'll talk about how the tickets work. It's going to be very, very, very easy and a very low cost. Okay. But these things do take time and effort and money to put together. So let's go ahead and get into tonight's topics. Okay. I had a friend of mine send me what's going on in um, California with the Prop 22. I did a video yesterday. Mileage pay got updated. I believe it went from 31 cents to 34. So Prop 22 has a guaranteed pay and all this, and they get they make money, they get adjustments, and it's great. A lot of people that love that work in Cali absolutely love it, right? So my question is, well, I've always been on this channel. I've been somebody that's been anti-legislation. I don't want the government in the gig economy. I just don't. That's just me. Everybody has their own way that they look at this kind of stuff, right? But this is big news for the drivers out there, right? They're going to a lot of drivers are going to get hundreds. Some drivers might get thousands of dollars because they're retroacting their mileage back to 2022 and 2023, right? And in the comment section yesterday's video, people were like, yeah, I looked at my mileage. I already did the math. I'm going to get about 500 bucks. Listen, who wouldn't want $500? Everybody in the chat right now, if DoorDash, Uber, Amazon Flex, Instagram, whatever app you work, gave you $500 in your account right now for some kind of adjustment, you would be happy. You'd be like, damn, maybe I can take a couple of days off. That's what I make in a week. This is kind of nice. That $500 is on time. I'd be lying if I said, if I opened my door that shop and there was an extra 500 bucks in there, I would be ecstatic. Who doesn't want $500? Who doesn't want $10? Think about it. When you get an extra hidden tip, when you get a, when a, when, when you get an extra $10 on an order, aren't you excited? Oh, it went up 10 bucks. People like money, right? So, I just thought it was interesting because I'm definitely the anti-legislation, but is this actually the way to go? I don't know. Does California have it right? If every state did this, what would be the ripple effect? That's what I want to talk about tonight. We've talked about it before. I really hope JP Giggs Corners is in here because I I feel like he thinks is a really big positive. But I also know that there's a lot of other drivers that are definitely anti-legislation, like me, for the most part, and feel like this could be the, the, the beginning of the employee mindset right uber right now in minnesota the thumbnail of this particular live is telling drivers you you're about to be an employee click this thing we don't want minnesota to pass this bill like there's so many people that are on both sides of the fence on this so that's what i want to talk about tonight also how much are you working when is too much work like what what do you think and everybody's number will be different right but i pose this question to you guys in the chat and anybody that wants to answer it on stream here what is too much. At what point do you does the burn the burnout start to set in, and the physicality of the work maybe hinders your body, your mind? There's a breaking point with hours, I believe, and I've said this. I will continue to say it. For ninety nine percent of you, this is not sustainable long term. And you can look on YouTube, Reddit, comment sections. We're already seeing that happen with people saying. I'm not really doing it anymore. I can't make money or I'm out this week. My back hurts. I haven't worked all week or I haven't worked this. I'm doing that. I'm doing this. Like we see it. We're affected physically and mentally by this work. If you work too much for an extended period of time, what amount is too much? Personal question. There's no right or wrong answer, but a topic for this evening. Um, but so the God's power. What up? What up? 
Alex, what's up, man? I see all the people in the house. Let's see who else we got in here. Jinx, what up, Trader? Felicia, Blue River, Brandon Diaz. I have a few Prop 22 drivers in Gig Wars. They love it. Says Gig Wars official. Yeah, why wouldn't they? Now, some people say, the other side of that is some people think, and there could be some merit here, that, well, other drivers in other states are affected by our pay going down. Base pay, for example. A lot of people are reporting to me and other people. My base pay was two fifty dollars last week. Now it's on the 2 bucks. DoorDash and these apps have to get their money back some way. And when they have to pay out more via legislation, right, that drivers in Cali worked for, right, in whatever way they did it, they have to get that money back somehow. They know they're spending more in the California drivers than they are the, the St. Louis uh, Missouri drivers, right? So they have to take away from some to give to others. That's a fact, right? So the ripple effect, while it helps some, might hinder or hurt others. Now, if we have this type of legislation, mileage update, mileage pay, in more and more states, what is that? What, how does that affect us? Right? That's what we're going to talk about tonight. I think, it's, I think it's an interesting conversation because it's one that's going to be ever ever changing. Opinions will change. Things will change. Colorado had some proposal that basically didn't hit the floor or whatever, didn't even go through. Minnesota has some stuff. Seattle has something right now where they up the minimum guarantee for their rideshare drivers and gig economy workers. So a lot of places have different things. And my question to people also that want to come up on a stream or, or answer in the chat, what is your, um, what, what would you like to see in your state? Or do you want anything at all? Because I think there's a lot of people on both sides. I still, to this day, still believe I don't want anything in Missouri. Please leave me alone. But I'm doing okay. So it's hard for me to pass judgment on maybe a driver that isn't doing okay, for whatever reason, living in a city that has extreme cost of living. I don't have extreme cost of living in St. Louis. So I want to hear both sides because I think there's value on both sides, right? And I think we can have an honest conversation about these things tonight. If you have questions about GigCon 2023, I'm an open book. You can ask those in here. Um, but also emailing me is going to be better because I, I will get back to all those emails. If you have questions, comments, concerns, all that good stuff. And that site will be updated basically on a weekly or sometimes even couple day basis as things come available. And a lot has happened even just today. Um, I'm putting I'm really working very hard to put a really great event together. And it takes a lot of time and effort. And I'm I'm glad to put that for you. I'm glad I'm doing this for you also. Rusher Hustler, what up? Before we get into the stream here, I'll see what he's got going on. Thanks for the $9.99. Anyone trying to carpool from LA to Denver, hit me up. LA market is great again. The past two weeks gone from 16 to 25 an hour driving only Lyft. Thanks, Prop 22. Thanks for that, man. Yeah, connect, guys. We're also going to have something. There'll be something planned and there'll be information the night before August 4th. So that Thursday when people are coming in, we'll have a meet and greet, a place we can go, hang out, something to do before the day of the event. But Definitely get together in cargo van and do this. Keep your costs low. Ride together. Get an Airbnb. Get a hotel. Get this. Get that. So thanks, man. Appreciate that very, very, very much. All right. So we have the topics. We got the show laid out. I gave, I've rambled enough. It's been 19 minutes. Not too bad for me. Sometimes I ramble longer. I'm going to go ahead and put in the link for you guys. So who wants to join up? If you've never been a part of the show, come on up. Everybody's welcome. If I don't know you, you have to show your face. If I know you and you've been on the show and I recognize you, not necessary. But if I don't know you, that is a prerequisite because we have had a couple of trolls and I don't want to uh, be sidetracked by that. So uh, let me go ahead and click that. Let me go ahead and share the stream right with you guys. 
And I'm in a great mood, man. I hope you guys are as well. We have to remember that when things are hard, you got to feel it. And it's okay to not be okay. That's one of my favorites. It's okay to not be okay. But when things are good, feel that as well. Like embrace that. Like like if you're working hard at things and you and, and you feel good about the things that you've done, the time, the energy, the connections, the planning, some things are working out. Feel that. Enjoy that. Because you're not always going to feel that. So take take stock in that and feel good about it. And that's where I'm at tonight. So let's go ahead and share this link with you guys. Super excited. Um, I think the Boston Celtics are losing tonight for all my basketball fans. I'm shocked. I don't know what's going on in the NBA playoffs, but me and Hannibal will talk about that tomorrow. It is crazy. All right, let's go ahead and copy that. And right here, Hustler, appreciate the $9.99, man. It will go to good use. All right, let's go ahead and paste it. I'm going to pin this up at the top. That is the link. Let's pin that one. Oh, my God. Every time I do that, it kind of – there we go. Pin message. There we go. All right, we up at the top. I'm going to read some comments while you guys are thinking about joining us. Um, I'll read them on the phone. It'll be a little easier. April, what's up? Yes, it is, Judge. Already approved it. Now it's got to go to a higher judge. Keep up with your news, people. What do you? I don't know what you're talking Having any government involvement is not good, says Charles. Once the government gets their hands in it, in the pie, it will keep grabbing more and more power. Yeah, could be true. Usually Sunday for DoorDash in South Cali is good. Today was junk. What up, Gene? How are you? Good to see you. Once Florida passed the law, good luck. Try to get rid of it. Yeah, yeah. And this is going to be the retro pay. Uh, because I got an email. You guys remember I did that one DoorDash run in California and I get the Prop 22 updates. They sent me, they send them to me via email because I did that one run. Kind of interesting. I have no residence in California. I did one dash. It was a Papa John's order. I filmed it, right? No, they will get rid of it. Keep taking those $3 orders. April says they're getting rid of it. Who knows? I have no idea. I don't live out there. I'm not an expert on it. So, um, it is called being present at the moment. Enjoy your present. Yeah, Juan. Thank you. It's not all set in stone. Um, the mileage update is set in stone. Like the we this information is coming from DoorDash and they're telling us you're gonna get retro pay. That that happened. Um, that definitely happened. I would take three dollar orders if I had prop twenty-two. Some people do, Krista. Brandon says everyone who's ordered from DoorDash but never received sign up for the class action suit. You know what? I saw that that news story. Um, that Apple iOS users that are DoorDash customers were being charged more. And uh, there's some kind of class action. I don't. I heard about it. I don't have all the information, but I definitely heard about that. Uh, April says, I'm a fool. Okay, that's cool. I don't, I don't, it sounds good to me. Um, $3 orders are for scabs. <laughs> April's, <laughs> April's having a good time in the chat. What up, April? All right, I see Bud Soda. I see Gustavo Torres. Gustavo, have you been part of this show before? Because I don't see your face. I see no giggity, no clout. All right. Uh, jamming gig mom. Good to see you. Oh, Gustavo. Okay, I see you, bro. You're good. You're good. You're good. If you don't want to show it, you're all good. Thank you. I think you have been on here before. Uh, jamming gig mom. All right. All right. I got your email earlier. Hope you got my reply. I'm going to let these guys up. All right. And we'll get the show cracking. Let me get the headset on. Take a drink of my beverage to clear my throat. And we'll get it popping. Let me go ahead and put up my banner. And hit the thumbs up if you guys haven't hit that yet. Mileage pay. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about legislation. What do y'all think? What do, you, what do y'all think about it? Do you want it in your state, your city? Alex Shin says he got about 100 in Prop 22 the week I was there. Made my average go up from 24 to 28. That's crazy. 
Southern gig the third. Just bet on Bobby. LOL. I don't know who that is. That's not Bobby, but appreciate you for being in here. Uh, we were at a separate rates, everyone. I'm at 66. Okay. Well, dropping the separate rate. The Rue Express. What's up? Good morning. You're out in Australia, right? Blue River Buds. What up? Eat the politicians. <laughs> Mad Dog. What's up? What's up? I'm at 15%. Says Kirby. No legislation would ever happen in Idaho. I don't never been to Idaho, but I'll take your word on that. All right. Let's bring up the panel. See what they got to say. So I got uh, Gustavo. We have Bud Soda. We have no giggity, no clap. Uh, and we have jamming gig mom. How are you guys doing tonight? I'm doing all right. Good, good, good. Bud Soda, how are you? Oh, that was me that said that. <laughs> I'm doing okay. Oh, it was Gustavo. Gustavo, how are you doing, man? I'm doing great. Good, good. No giggity, no clap. How are you doing tonight, man? Chilling, bro. I chilling, appreciate the chilling. shout out. Yeah, you're good, man. Jamming Gig Mom, how are you? Oh, Jamming. Doing real good. How are you? Oh, we. You're, I'm doing fantastic. Good to have you here. All right, let me start with my man, Gustavo. Gustavo, what do you think, man? What state are you in? What city? What do you think about a mileage pay, legislation, Prop 22, guaranteed earnings, um, retro pay for some drivers? Millions of dollars are going to be paid out in the next two, three weeks. What, what do you say about those things? Oh, I'm, I'm for it. I'm from California. Okay, so you know what? Tell me a little bit about it. You, I'm sure you got the email I got. I want to get your your um, your your thoughts on it. Go ahead. Yeah, it's like um, we're actually being paid for all our time. It's a livable wage for the meanwhile, but I don't recommend anyone do it full time. But you know, the more legislation is the better. It's the best. How long have you been um, on the Prop Twenty Two since since it started? Were you gig worker before you had it? Tell me, was there any differences? No. I did a gig before Prop 22 and then after 20, after Prop 22, it's like night and day. Mm. Mm. So I've been there. And then, like, um, you know, the more the, the more legislation helps the little guy. Mm. I hear you. I hear you. Bud Soda, what are your thoughts after hearing uh, uh, California natives' perspective? Well, what do you say? Yeah, it, it's a direct benefit to Cali. It kills the rest of us. Like, last month, Uber Eats and my market dropped the add-on pay to a buck fifty. They haven't paid mileage pay for add-ons in quite some time. That mm. money's coming from somewhere. I mean, DoorDash on doubles is two bucks a piece. So mm. that money's got to come from somewhere. They knew this was coming down the pipeline, and it hurts the rest of us across the country. And you know, that's more being an employee. Yeah, it's great in your pocket, but at the same time, someone said, "Oh, they'll do stuff for three bucks." Well, that's exactly it. Customers start to learn that my order will get delivered no matter what. I need a tip, and that hurts everyone. Well, let me say this. Customers might learn that in California because, you know, but that, that doesn't have a ripple effect to Missouri necessarily. Right. Yeah. But if they have similar legislation across the board in mm-hmm. different states, especially the blue states, not trying yeah. to get too political here, but they're looking at that in like New York and Jersey, whatever. Right. And right. It will have a ripple effect over here. It will take away a lot of our livelihoods. Mm. So what do you say to, you know, somebody, you know, let's say they take smaller orders, whatever, but Gustavo's telling me he's doing better. Alex in the chat says, yeah, I just made an extra hundred bucks when I was out there because he traveled. When I did the one order, they paid me an extra $9, I think, because of the time that the active time they pay you for. So money is money. So these drivers are making more money than they were before they had it. So isn't that good for them overall? 
it's good for them in the short term, long term, it'll be bad. It's going to mm. be, it's that slippery slope to the employee thing. And the way mm. these apps are, like, they're trying to hide more things. Like, okay, let's say DoorDash, for example, you can't unassign and see the total URL anymore. The more crap mm. happens, the more legislation comes in, the more employee-based we're going to be. And they, mm. that's what they want. Gotcha. No giggity, no clout. Give me your thoughts on this. Well, my biggest thing that I've noticed lately is like when you do earn my time in my area, I mm-hmm. want to know if anybody's ever had like the difference in the fluctuation of pay, like the rate. We've seen like go from ten twenty five, and then normally it's like eleven seventy five, eleven twenty five, but it changed from thirteen seventy five to eleven twenty five or eleven seventy five, and then clear mm-hmm. down to like ten twenty five with like no peak pay. Mm. It just depends when you're on, and it'll change. I've seen it. I've, I tried to earn by time a couple months ago. Welcome, Edward Lee, to the channel. Um, I tried it, and I also – I think when I started, it was 11 or 12, and then it went to 13 a couple weeks later, and then it went to 15 one day. And then now, if there is peak pay, it will go up the, the half the valuation of peak pay, right? So if there's a $2 peak pay and your mark is 13, it'll go up to 14. But yeah, I've definitely seen it fluctuate because I I think they're just testing things out and they're trying to figure out what 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 is the amount that drivers are gonna do that um, that option earn that option as. So yeah, I mean, oh my god, oh, I mean, who's got the? It might have been Edward. Hold on, that's Edward. Okay, I'll unmute him when he uh when he's in solo. Um, okay, go ahead. But, Doug. but what I was saying, what I was saying was like the other day, it was. So being that I'm not top dash, I have to schedule my dashes out. And in my area, if you don't schedule it, like the, what is it? The six days ahead or whatever, you won't get a shift. Mm. So I had my shift scheduled from eight to eight or whatever. And I was on pause. So mm. I was able to stay with that same amount that I started with at 1375. Well, my buddy was doing it and he's a top dasher. And when he switched out, it went to 1025, but I was still making the same money that I started with. But I, when I came back um, to meet up with him or whatever i was just done like i took two no tippers back to back i drove yeah. one for 13 miles for like seven bucks hmm. and that was one way so it was like third almost 30 miles round trip it, it took oh, me a man. half hour to get there it was it was awful yeah so earned by time i'm i'm good like i did the yeah. I did content for it I'm, I'm good yeah well i think you know you have to try something in your market to see if it's good or not and see how it feels you try it on and you don't like it hey okay I don't like it. Maybe you do see some benefits to it. I think some people see benefits when it's slower or if they're trying to get their AR up and they just, you know, so there could be some benefits for some people and for many others, they're not going to like it, but good on you for trying it. You got some videos out there. You have the information for people now to see and learn. So I think that's fantastic. Yeah. The biggest Um, thing I was trying to use was for the AR and stuff. So I want to try and stay as close to somebody as possible. Right. Right. Um, Gig mom, what do you say? First of all, um, I don't think the government should be in our lives as much as they are, period. The more we allow them to make decisions for us, the more communist we become. Mm -hmm. Um, I was born in a communist country. My family moved here so that we could have the rights that a free country has. And I I see that that changing Mm -hmm. over the years. And it, it, it saddens me. Because I know what the outcome will be in the future if it continues. Um, mm. As for the gig work, I don't think that they should mess with it at all. I know they're trying to change it. They're trying to make it better. But they're not trying to make it better for anybody else but them. Mm. 
when it comes to the money in California and how they changed it for the pay, that money has to come from somewhere. What people don't understand, and the same thing with, you know, we talk about, you know, not taking not taking tips and things like that. If mm -hmm. they paid us hourly or, or salary or flat rate or something, that money mm -hmm. has to come from somewhere. So ideally, your product goes up a little bit. Other people get paid a little bit less. Newcoming people don't get as many benefits. The company's not going to take a loss. Oh, wait, I got yelled at last night by one of the one of the customer service representatives. It's not a company, it's a platform. Mm. So the platform will not take a loss ever. They always want to increase their, their uh, bottom line. Um, and then as for uh, the guy that was just talking, he said for earn by time. Now, our earn by time here in Cleveland changes with our peak pay. I've never seen it change any other time. I check it every mm -hmm. time before I log in. And we get double whatever the peak pay is. So if peak pay is $2, our earn by time goes up by $4. Now, I tried it the other night, and it actually worked out beneficial for me because I, I turned on at like 1.30 in the morning, I think on Friday. Mm -hmm. And right off the rip, I got a stacked order, Taco Bell and Wendy's. And I sat in line for so long. Those two <laughs> yeah. orders ended up paying me $45. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I think there are times it could be really beneficial, especially situationally like that. And then you could say, you know what? You could then make a decision. I don't want to unassign. I'll just keep it and make really good money. And if the customer tipped, then I'm making really good money. I'm sure there was tips attached to one or both of those, yeah. right? So, both so of them, you like know, five bucks, yeah. yeah, you're gambling a little but. You do have some guarantee there, especially in these long lines. And then you're like, you know what? I'll sit here for 30 minutes. I'm going to make 20 bucks, whatever it is. So right. I think it could be good for some people. Yeah. The other thing is some of our areas here are um, the area that I do the most is is very, um, there's a lot like mallish. There's a lot of restaurants in a very small area. And then three miles down the road, there's another area. And so with with all the restaurants and then the houses are all in between so you can do real quick dashes so you know you can take i, I did five dashes this morning or six dashes this morning all over seven dollars all under two miles from mcdonald's hmm. it was it was crazy i kept going back to the same mcdonald's but some of the areas are not you're traveling very very far to the nearest restaurant and the houses are very very far apart that would be another time i would can foresee um that working out real well because a lot of those streets, even the main roads, they're 25 miles an hour. Take your time and, and just, you know, soak it up. Yeah. Uh, let, me, let me unmute Edward Lee and see if he's ready. Edward, how you doing, man? Hey, good, buddy. How you doing? I'm doing good. So give me your thoughts on what we're talking about here. Yeah, so I'm in California as well. And I, I, I can't imagine dashing or working these gig apps without some Prop 22. Like it surprised me how much money you guys actually make without some guaranteed wage because the amount of no tip orders in our market are is substantial. Mm -hmm. And if it wasn't for Spark, I I'd probably stop working these apps altogether. Um Spark is the only app that I use where I don't rely on Prop twenty two because the shop and delivers are so high in base that it it exceeds the minimum wage or the minimum um you know, hourly wage plus the mileage. So, you know, like, for example, our, the email that we got, if I did, like, for example, 10,000 miles for 2022 and it's going up two cents per mile, mm -hmm. hey, it's a 200 bucks extra right there. Yeah. 200 bucks extra. That's a week worth of the gas. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I, 
I'm totally for more legislation. Um, I missed your beginning intro, but yeah, I mean, it, it's. I think it can only benefit the driver. And what is the potential downside of these? Uh, okay, maybe we can become employees, perhaps, but I don't mm-hmm. think it's gonna go that far because do they really want to work? Do they want to pay us like pay time off, health insurance? No, yes, that's not we do. That. They can't do that. If they did that, then we are definitely employees. But what do you say to somebody um, like uh, uh, Gig Mom, uh, Bud Soda, some people in the chat? They're like, yeah, we, you know, I don't want legislation. I don't think it's good. Long term, it could suck. It's hurting drivers in other areas. What do you say to them? Because you're just living where you live. And the cost of living in Cali is very high. Uh, you pay you pay more for everything than I do. Your bread's more. Your gas is more. Your rent is more. Houses are more, um, uh, fuels more, uh, everything's more, right? So, what do you say to people that are that are objecting to it? What, what would you say to them? It's simple, right? I mean, wouldn't why wouldn't you want a, um, uh, a guaranteed wage? It doesn't make any sense why you wouldn't want to. I mean, if everybody got okay, so for example, right, our minimum wage in California, at least where I live, is like fifteen fifty, so times one hundred twenty percent. That's like seventeen, eighteen dollars an hour, right? Just that's guaranteed wage. Mm-hmm. Um, and okay, the downside of this though is I noticed that since that Prop Twenty Two happened a couple years ago, mm-hmm. peak pay went peak peak pay went away. No more oh, peak pay in California. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, oh, like, what what did the drivers in California say when you were were there? Like, I, I guarantee you, hundred percent of the drivers said they love it. And they're I, all for I, I can't remember the ones I met and I met a lot. I can't remember anybody giving me any negatives. Um, yeah. You know, I, but you know, I think it's, I think it's interesting to talk about it because we have so many different perspectives because we have, we are working in different markets. Right. And we have different experiences and there are many of us that are doing okay. Right. Without prop 22, but to your point and maybe others, there are a lot of drivers that are struggling based on your market, your demographic, you know, we have to have customers tip us because if we don't, the apps just don't pay enough The drop. The base pay goes down, the oversaturation levels. These are real issues for a lot of drivers. So I get why some would want some kind of guarantee, but I also understand that it's a slippery slope. If we have too much of that, then at one point does it become a negative in the long run? That's what I worry about long-term, but I think in the moment, yeah, getting an extra 200 bucks like you're going to get, or other people are going to get some money like, that's that helps you right now, right? I mean, and a lot of people are struggling, so that could that's the benefit, I think, overall. Um, let me kick it yeah, back up. But, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I just want to point out that, um, I noticed on your some of your videos, and I think it also, uh, uh, Dash and Trader, he said that the base pay has gone down in some markets. Mm-hmm. I mean, like how, like, how does that make you feel that your base pay has gone down 50 cents? I know you made a video about, oh, it isn't that big of a deal, I can just adjust, but. Yeah. 50 cents per order is pretty significant when you're not guaranteed a wage. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of like saying, like, okay, well, instead of 120% in California, we're only going to get 100% of no wage. Um, that's a slap in the face, especially with inflation so high, with gas so high, not just in California, but also in other places as well around the country, that it doesn't make any sense that our wages are going, are going down, but everything in our life is going, is, is going up. Shouldn't it be, like, shouldn't it go up simultaneously? Yeah. I mean, it should, but we're not the only, for me, we're not the only uh, uh, work sector that's affected by that. Everybody is. You could be working a a W2 somewhere and your paycheck's going up just a little bit. Maybe you get a raise, but 
everything else, your rent has gone up. A lot of people were paying, let's say, $1,000 in rent four years ago. Now it's $1,400, $1,500. So you went up 50, 40 to 50% in your, in your wages or your rent, but your wages didn't go up that much for most people. So it sucks. Um, I but get don't it you from- find it ironic that the, our base pays are going down, our peak pays are disappearing at the same time DoorDash needs more money to pay the people in California? Mm. Good don't point. you feel like we're being slapped in the face? They need that money. That's what I meant earlier when I said they're not going to take the loss. They're taking it from us mm-hmm. to pay New York and California. Mm. Well, I would say that there's some truth there. But I also think that they, these apps do a really good job of knowing they have a lot of new drivers. right? So for me, my base pay, the lowest they can pay right now, if it's not a stack, is 225 But about a year and a half ago, it was 275 and it went down 50 cents, right? But if you're a new driver signing up, you don't know any different. You don't know that St. Louis was 275 So now that it's 225 or if it goes down to two, you, you know no different. So I think the apps definitely take advantage of those new drivers coming in and they want to keep their labor costs low with the new drivers. And it also affects us because, you know, we're obviously going to make less if the base pays less. So it sucks. Right. And that's why our referrals before were $1,500. Now there's no referral for new drivers. They brought on all these new drivers, hoping the old ones would leave so they could cut costs by not paying these drivers as much because we know. So we're bitching. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We know that the money's going down, but the new drivers, like you said, they don't know any better. And that money's got to come from somewhere. So they're they're taking the Robin Peter to pay Paul is what they're doing. I, I believe see that. that's, that's my personal opinion, obviously. I, I can see that. But Soto, some thoughts? Well, I, I pretty much agree with Gig Mom here is that, you know, you're rubbing Peter to pay Paul. They got to get some somewhere. I mean, they're not going to take the loss. This is business, mm-hmm. guys. And, you know, it. everyone thinks that, you know, the free ride's there. It's not. It's going to come to an end someday or they're going to force it to be employees. That's just what it comes down to, in my honest opinion. Let me ask you. Let me ask you something, Bud Soda. Do you think in the next five years, and five years goes by pretty quick? Okay, some of you guys have been in the gig economy for that long or longer already, and you could remember your first dash, I bet, right, or first ride share, mm-hmm. whatever. Do you think with five years from now that we'll, we'll really be employees? What's your opinion on that? Certain cities, yes. You think so? Yeah, I think the big cities will try to go to employees. Hmm. Like, so then yeah, if that if that happens, they're going to have to pay. There's, there's going to be obviously some hourly, whatever, some benefits, health insurance. You know, that's going to mean the cost of those drivers might do better. Let's not kid ourselves. But then the cost of DoorDash and Instacart and all these other apps, Uber, their their, their costs are going to go up to do business. So then those cities that might have it, because it won't be every city in America, are going to, to what Gig Mom's saying, it's going to go to where it's going to affect the ones, the drivers that don't have those things. And then we're going to be making a dollar in base pay on DoorDash, right? Or 50 yeah, cents on like, Uber Eats. You know, it, it's going to go down. It's going to be harder for a lot of us, you know? Be like, here, here's, here's some change. Here's change for delivering for our app. It's going to be a lot harder. $5 yeah. for all of us be really good. You know? So, I, I, you know, they already took away all my pay on a parking but Soda, you're breaking up a little. I'm going to mute you because he's real choppy. I want to welcome Judge Dre in. Judge, how you doing, man? How are you doing? I'm doing good, brother. Good to see you. Give me your, give me your thoughts. I know you're, I know you're ready. Go ahead. Let, let's oh, yeah. How do you know? 
I know that. I know you're ready. So let, let, tell the people your thoughts and don't hold back. Let's go. Okay. Oh, so don't hold back? Okay, here. Let me go ahead and close the door because I don't want my little cousin to hear. <laughs> what do you think about the topic tonight? All right, here we go. There we go. Door closed. Okay, here you go like this. I set a, set a remote around. Once, for all you people right here that ain't never done anything, no. The DoorDash business model in this crap is here to stay. You, you, anybody that thinks that this company is losing money is a fool. Maybe because you guys have never done any type of this stuff like this or never ran a business. Trust me, plain and simple. DoorDash is doing this on purpose to hurt the drivers. Purposely. Name one thing that this company has done that's put the drivers ahead that has been done that for the drivers that hasn't benefited them. Not a damn thing. On top of that, every every change that you see, there's no benefit for the drivers. It's a benefit for them. And you might well. well let me say one thing. Let me say, every, let, me say, let me say one thing, Judge. I think the one thing, and I've seen benefits, and other people I'm have. A, go ahead. Name added, one. I, I, name one. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. DoorDash added where the consumer can add to the tip when a driver's in route or after you drop it off. I made an extra thirteen dollars this week on that. Would okay, well, okay. I, I, I'll give yeah, you that one. I'll give you that one. That's a big. That's a big. Okay, no, no. Oh, bullshit! I hate to say something. Oh, yeah, you know how many okay. people? Uh, no, no. I'm gonna let you know. No offense. DoorDash is the Walmart of customers. True. Walmart I customer. That. That's like I, Walmart I adding a tip. I agree with that. <laughs> well, DoorDash is the Walmart. No offense. They only did that because no, no. They only did that because the uh, the Uber people came out and they they uh, used that in a um, in a uh, what do they call it when they raise money? They use that as one of the perks of, of a YouTube. So that's the reason why. You ever heard of like you're not into maybe you you not to see how government contracts work and how they get funding. Basically, it's a thing called uptime. Like the reason why DoorDash went to the 24 hour tracking was for uptime. Because when people invest to give this company money to do that, they want to see how many available drivers they are so they can see if this, this business can scale. And what people were doing is when, Oh, boom, as soon as we get into a bad area, turn the DoorDash off. So what did they have to do? They said that they showed that and it showed, the number of uptime went extremely down because people was avoiding bad areas and bad orders. So to compensate for them being the uptown, they did a 24-hour tracking and made it to where you do that. So if you really want to hurt their dash, man, from now on, as soon as you're done, turn the location off on your phone, too. Don't let them know shit. You know, go to the setting, turn location off on the whole phone. So period, get used to doing that at the end of the day. But like I said, this company is lying, cheating, manipulating. Any way you can get back at them is possible. Go ahead. And I hate to say this, Pedro, but bro, yeah, I mean, I ain't gonna lie, man. It seemed like you, you know, I don't like to be this because you're the host of the show, but you giving this company way too much credit. Maybe because maybe because I don't I don't know, maybe because I got the experience in being on the crooked side. Then I used to work with law-abiding people. Like I used to work with real estate lawyers who were who would really find out and they really show you how companies run scams. That's all right. There are professional real estate 
property where they call them property lawyers or they call it real estate lawyers. And that shows you how all these companies run scams and it's dirty. And I mean, for them to even have people who are partners here in Cleveland, that show it's a nationwide thing. Well, I'll say this. I look at I look at DoorDash as an opportunity. And to your point, I believe Mm -hmm. I've worked at a casino. I've worked at Applebee's. It was a a lot of restaurants like all a lot of these companies do a lot of crazy things because it's we live in a capitalistic country, big business, millions and billions of dollars. So I don't I don't I don't look at DoorDash any much different than a lot of other companies. Have you ever had access to people? No, but have you had access to people who know how the bread and butter works and all like that? Like really not just working at a company, but access to the people behind the scenes. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I have. So so I I understand here and say. But how can you sit up here and say that this? Because I hate to say, they just cut your pay by 20%. Expenses at are at a whole time high. They cut your pay by 20%. On top of that, just give an example. I got to show the video. The, 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 the damn, um, the, uh, I, I went into an area, pushed a little button for help. Did not work. So do not count on that. As you see, a driver just got abducted last month. Do not count on that help thing to work. It did not work. That well, goes up and locked up. I even called. Oh, wait, wait, listen. I even went into them, sent a message, said help. Nobody called back. So hold on. I want to. I want to get. Welcome, Cowboy Courier. Welcome, Dad Dash. I'm going to get him in in a conversation in a minute. I'm going to unmute him. But for me, I I get what you're saying. But once again, I don't. I work these apps as an opportunity. And for me, I don't look at the negative too long because I need to focus on what I can control. And the things I can control is my movements and how I react to things. Right. It's not about it's not about it's not about what happens to you. It's how you react to it. Pedro, this is the problem. This is the problem. The problem is this. When a person stands on a line you and you don't sit up here and this, 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 I understand to keep the positive and all that crap, but no offense, it's like this is. It's like they having heaven on earth while you looking up into the sky. And this is the problem. You got to hold people accountable for their bad actions and bad business problems. Hey, with this and this, they need to be slammed. You need to, no offense, people need to be dog in this company, left, right, and center. So let me ask Period. you a question. They are, wait, wait, wait. They are, they are advertising in areas, especially in the low class and the bad areas, $1 delivery fees. And they're, they're encouraging these people not to tip you. And then, they're on, and then on the other end, they're forcing drivers with the uh, diamond rewards program. For every one person that that diamond reward program is 20 drivers getting screwed. I mean, we got women out here. No, 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 wait, wait. We got women out here risking their lives and getting hurt. Judge, let other people talk. So hold on. Okay, but I want to get. I was attacked as a woman. Thank you. So let me ask the question, everybody. Okay, and I know, I know, you guys won't get offended. We're all adults here. Okay, and I've asked this. I made videos about this as well. Okay, and you guys could. I'm ready to hear all opinions. If this company is so bad, and I'm gonna I'm gonna cuss because I want to say it for effect. Why the fuck are you working for them? How many oh, opportunities? I, just are give out an there? example, bro. Hold I on, no, stop. I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done. We live in a country that everybody is hiring right now. Everybody. If I got deactivated from DoorDash, or if I felt like they, they, they my, my my pay went down to a dollar, I'll just mm-hmm. stop. 
Okay, here you go. The amount of opportunities in this country at right now for people that mm-hmm. want to work, and we're all hustlers here, mm-hmm. is so good. So I am not going to sit here and play the victim on YouTube, make negative videos. I'm here to help individuals. And anybody that wants to look at a company and all they, everything's all negative, I can't help you because my so, mind is not that. My, that's well, not where my mind is right now. And mm-hmm. I get people can struggle, right? But at the end of the day, if this company is so bad and mm-hmm. you are still turning the app on and making money, you're a hypocrite. Point well, blank. Period. Okay. I'm going to tell you why. I'm just giving an example. I work on houses for a living, so it's not me. But this well, is the problem. Judge, judge. I want to I want to get other okay. people's time to talk. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, let me let me get Cowboy Courier and Dad Dash in the combo. Yeah, call me share, when you're ready for me to speak back. Yeah. So 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 the first thing is this um that I, I think everybody needs to understand is is base pay doesn't matter. Okay, because we choose the orders we work for. So they can take the base pay technically down to zero. And if you're choosing to work a base pay only order, which is the only way base pay affects you, mm-hmm. then you're getting what you get. So the first thing we have to understand is, is we are not working for DoorDash. We're not working for any of the apps. We're working for ourselves. So it's our job to find valuable orders that are worth our time. And if they're not, we don't take them. If you don't have enough orders that are going to support you in your market, then you need to go out of business um, because the base pay is not it's all base pay, really, because it's all being paid by the customer, whether it's a tip, whether it's ba- whether it's allocated as base pay on the screen. It, 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 it matters not. What matters is, is what are we paid out at the end of the day, at the end of the order? So if you're taking orders that are four dollars five dollars on average six dollars in size and your market doesn't support you to continuously work 100 percent of the time you're probably not going to like the results so you're going to need to increase your minimum to start working and it's your job as a business person to figure out what that minimum is to meet your needs and your expenses and what you need so doordash can do all the we, we we focus too much on the fact that DoorDash, okay, they lowered their base pay to $2. Well, that doesn't matter to me. I'm still taking $10, you know, for this. I'm still taking, you know, I have my minimums that aren't changing. Uh, and in fact, I'll, I'll increase them. And the more you, the, the thing is, is this, is when you get reach a maximum saturated market, DoorDash only makes money when you're driving and you're delivering. So at some point, DoorDash is going to put you to work. If you get impatient and take a $6 order going seven miles because you think, well, let me take that order because DoorDash will give me something else. Well, you're going to get what you get out of that because the problem is, is you don't know what's coming in the next hour or two hours. DoorDash doesn't even know what's coming in the next hour or two hours. So why would you take that order thinking, well, DoorDash can't give you something that they don't even know is coming. They don't know if LOP is coming in an hour or a $20 order is coming in an hour. They can project it. They can look at it. Their algorithm will tell them what they think might happen, but they don't know what's going to happen. So if you decide to go to work while you're working on that $6, seven mile order, that $20 order might've come. So, you know, you've got, again, it's, it's, it's your responsibility as a driver and business person to manage your minimum and not go to work without it. And the problem we have right now is the drivers are becoming reliant on DoorDash to set their minimum. Mm, and we've lost track yeah, of the yeah. fact that we need to set our minimum. It's not about decline now or decline for have a sensible reason for why you're declining the order. 
And that reason is it doesn't meet my bottom line. It doesn't compensate me for what I need. And I don't go to work until I've got what I need. Tip or no tip, whatever, it doesn't matter because it's all it's all the same pay at the end of the day. Whether let, me it's, you, let me ask you a question, Dad Dash. So sure. I, I get I'm rocking with what you're saying. I get it, right? But what would you say to somebody? Because everybody's market's different. We all know that. It's very sure. cliche. Sure, absolutely. But, but that's very true, right? So right. what do you say to people that their market's slower, they got more drivers? So that that twenty percent decrease in pay and that base pay, even if their minimum that they're gonna take is ten bucks, right? That still means right. that what they're getting from in base pay, even though it's all from the consumer, like you're saying, I get it, is right. less. So if, you know, some drivers, this will affect more than others. But so what would you say to those drivers that are like, yeah, you know, now I'm going to make $5 less a day. And, you know, that sucks. Well, they're only making five. $5 well, they're only making $5 less a day if they take $5 less a day. It's still whether you're in a slow mm-hmm. market or fast market. I'm in an incredible, I'm in a very slow market. And you know, at times. And, um, you know, so there's times I'm sitting for 40% of the time, but when I'm working, I'm working at 30, 35, $38 an hour to make sure that I can at least get in my minimums, which sometimes is $20 for the time that I'm out $20, you know, for, if I'm looking at it as, as a whole, but I have a dollar goal. I I know what I'm working towards. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if your market consistently isn't going to support you, then you're out of business. I mean, the market that 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 market is not going to work for what you need because there is, you know, obviously everybody's market is is, is different. But mm-hmm. if you're in a sitting in a market that's really slow and you're saying I need to earn X amount per day, and you go out and start trying to earn that and you can't earn that, well, then you've got to find some other way to earn. I mean, that's the that's the answer to that question. But the yeah. but the reality is is what I think happens is is People don't give it a chance to let you earn that because DoorDash does it. DoorDash is going to, or any of these, you know, name the gig app. They're going to pay out what they need to pay out to get the order done because they don't make money until the order is delivered. So they can't make a dime. So if your car is sitting, you're at a loss for them technically because your car isn't moving and you're on their time Mm -hmm. and you're available to work. So their incentive is to get you to work and the algorithm isn't human. The algorithm is a computer. So it looks at you as a widget. How can we get it to work? And we need to figure out what that rate of pay is. And they're, that's why they're start sending you stuff. The other thing that happens too is if you start taking lower tip orders, right? If you start taking no tip orders and that customer rates you favorably, like I went back to my original market that I just started working and uh, that I worked, you know, I hadn't been working this market for probably eight to 10 months. And I went out and, and I have been getting orders, very good orders. I'm at a 15% acceptance rate. I got an order tonight, you know, that was $31. And it was all, it was two orders, stacked orders from customers that I've been delivering to for a long time and had good relationships with. They were good tipping customers. They came to me and dropped the stack on me for uh, $18 that turned into 29. I have a 15% acceptance rate. So how do you, how do you explain? I'm not diamond. What I am is I built a, the, the, the ratings. I had five star ratings with those customers. Right. Exactly. So my point is, is if you go out and you're a new driver and you start building five stars with $4 low tip, no tip people, then you're going to attract those people again. And DoorDash knows that that's how the algorithm is going to work because the algorithm is not human. The algorithm is just looking at numbers. So yeah. you've got to look at your numbers. What are you pushing into the system? 
And DoorDash plays a good mind game with everybody to get them to take orders sooner, faster, bigger, they you do. know. They absolutely and do. that's the point because they know it's not a human – like they don't have as much control over the system as we think because they have to – it's a computerized AI algorithm which they just unleash and they go, okay, the information going in and going out of it is, is what's going to control the system. Hence why they have the programs of influence to say, hey, start accepting 70% of your, they know certain, if they influence, or they don't probably know because it's all, you know, relatively new technology, but they're, they're testing it as much as we are and say, well, let's test it with the diamonds. If we can get 70% of the, the dashers to go in there, their goal is to drive down your, our acceptance, meaning the amount that we will accept an order at. And our goal is to drive it up and they're winning the battle. And they're winning the battle from every perspective because they're winning it on. They made no tip, no trip. People look look foolish because they they have us out there looking like we're we're turning down, you know, orders with no real basis besides just looking like we're negative and cruel. Well, we're not going to. Instead, it's really well. No, it's that the, the real reason why that gets turned out is because there isn't a valuable purpose of taking that order. If I'm using my own asset to do that, why would I drive it? No. DoorDash gets that order up, we're taking it. Whether it's through tipping, base pay, whatever it is, it's still going to flow from the customer to our pockets. So the goal is, and the goal should always be, forcing the apps to pay out a valuable amount. And the way you're going to do that is not by having DoorDash set a base pay to do it. It's by figuring out what you need and then being patient enough to sit there and what they understand is, is most drivers are too desperate to sit there. They're too desperate to train the algorithm and they're going to push forward into, the, you know, to start taking orders or thinking they're going to get something out of it. And what you put in, you're going to get right back out. And that's why you're going to sit there and see. And I've experimented with this and see, I, when I reset my acceptance rate, started taking a lot, a lot, a lot more lower orders. And I'm seeing it because I'm tracking it on paper. I'm tracking it in a spreadsheet. I'm looking at the offers I'm seeing and I'm tracking it with what I'm doing, which is only, and again, it's, it's not what I would say every, most drivers are going to do because it's no, a lot most, of data most, and a lot of work. Most drivers are not going to do what you do. And you know that, that, that you, right. you, 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 but, you understand that. And I'm doing it more of, I, it's experiments. What I did previously when I was in my previous, that's, that was what I did. That was how I crunched numbers, what I was good at, what I was, so I've kind of taken it and that's, a lot of the fascination I have with what we're doing because it's like, you know, can we uh, like, you know, how can we get the system to work? Cause I know it's computers. I mean, it's not as mysterious. It's not as crazy as we think it is. Yeah. Um, and I want to get we, uh, Cowboy yeah. Courier. We want to, want to jump in here. I think you muted your line, but if you're, if you're ready and have some thoughts, I'd love to hear them. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> well, okay, so Dad Dash, I see what you're saying about, you know, it's the orders that we take, we have control of that, and that, you know, we set our our earnings through that mechanism. So lowering base pay, therefore, doesn't affect our earnings, really, or rightly shouldn't if we're doing it right. But I have to disagree with that feeling or that sentiment because if I'm doing – 120 orders a week, $480 or $480 is what I'm losing. If they lower that base pay by $1, that's $480 in a month that I'm not getting. 
regardless of whether the orders that I'm taking are big fat tips or a few little tiny ones here and there. Um, you know, those, those little base payments are, you know, it's dust, but it adds up. Okay. Can I ask a question? What's your, what is your minimum that you will not go under for an old dollar amount? Uh, you mean for like a individual order? I don't, I don't say, you know, oh, I'm not going to start my car for $5. Like I, I have areas in my market where like I, I will actually take orders that are like $4. Um, but it just depends on where I am. If I'm at the mall, if I'm on the strip at the mall, I can park my car and I can walk on foot. I've found myself on foot for two hours at a time before just walking orders around. And so when I'm in that, when I'm in that state, like, okay, I, I, I'll take anything because as, as long as it keeps me here in this area where I can work this way, I consider it a highly desirable way to work. When I get those kinds of strings of like, it's crazy. It gives me these stacks. I had an eight order stack one time where it just like kept giving me add on after add on after add on. And it says like, Hey, you're the dasher in the mall right now. And we really need a goddamn dasher in the mall. So like, as soon as you drop that one off, do you want to like take another one here too? And then, yeah, I've had to you know, like that too, but I think what the guy previously is trying to say is like, okay, so if you're, if your bottom line minimum order will not like uh like that app that Pedro introduced us to last week, I was checking that out. So you, you put in you put in the the, the, the settings that I don't want to see any orders under eight dollars. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now they've taken away that base pay of two dollars, and now you have to recompensate that four hundred eighty bucks a month that you were talking about. So what you what what he, I think is, and I could be wrong, but I, from what I gather, he's trying to explain is that if your bottom line is eight dollars per order and you've now lost the two dollars you have to move that bottom line up to ten dollars per order in order to not lose that 480 a month or just keep accepting eight dollars yeah in other words eight bucks is eight bucks is eight bucks doesn't matter where it comes from right Right. in other words don't don't lower your bottom that way Right. I'm just right. saying well, not everybody thinks right. exactly that way. So I understand that. Right. Yeah, but I, yeah, absolutely. I, I would never subscribe to that kind of a feature where, you know, it just automatically like I don't I don't like not seeing orders automatically. Order. I don't yeah, feel I, like I don't feel like somebody offering me a job opportunity is like such an inconvenience that I just don't even want to see certain kinds of them. Like I'm, I'm down to give consideration to anything that's like a potential paying opportunity, even if that's like no consideration is really merited. Um, you know, yeah. I, I still I want to like manually Ooh. hit the button. You know, I will say th- I will say this though. I will say I will say this. I, I will say this during busy times. Think about it in this way: Wait, if if you're seeing a lot in your market. You know, everybody should know their market. If you're seeing a lot of two and three and four dollar orders and you don't ever take those, that particular driver utility helper app, which is what we're talking about here, will get that away quicker so that the next opportunity right. comes in faster. Right. Versus having to right. look at it and you're driving, you got it. You wait, you wait. You, maybe it takes you an extra 10 seconds to decline it. 
within that 10 seconds that you just spent, you could have gotten something that was good that you accepted. So that to me is the benefit of that. But I, I get okay, what you're that's saying. true. Yeah, yeah. You, you could potentially miss, a, miss the banger because you're exactly. staring at a two dollar fifty cent. Well, it piece doesn't of crap. even have to be a banger. It could be a nine dollar. It could be an eight dollar going two miles. Most of us are going to. Well, oh well, yeah, no. I mean, there's there have yeah, been times where I've five. like I've declined a little three dollar piece of shit, and immediately after declining it, like if I had declined it. Two seconds later, I would have oh missed God. it, and it's a catering order, you know. And it's like, really, DoorDash, you're trying to send me that instead. Like, you know, you have that in the queue, ready to come down the chute. You're gonna offer me this other one for like, it is a bit insulting, but it's all an algorithm. It's done by a computer. It's I can't really take it, it, it personally. And guys, <laughs> what we listen, I, I want us to remind. Welcome, I want to welcome back Judge Dre. Welcome in Matrix. I want to get Matrix back on in his combo since he's new. But I, I want us to remind some. I want us all to be remembered of something. This is what we're doing. Okay. I want us to think back to the W twos we had or whatever line of work you did. Maybe you were a business owner, or whatever. There's going to be something that's not great about anything. And people call me, oh, Pedro, you're being too positive. I don't give a fuck. Like, listen, every kind of job you're going to have is going to have obstacles. And if we're going to call ourselves independent contractors, small business owners, whatever, we cannot call ourselves that, but then expect DoorDash to hold our hands. We can't have both. If it was easy and perfect, it wouldn't be called work. Exactly. We can't, and we can't have both. We can't want this, but then also want to freedom and flexibility. And I don't have to ask anybody to to have my day off. I don't, I want to work when I want to work. We can't have both guys. That's why I'm not about the guaranteed pay. I'd rather pick and choose the way I like to see fit. Sure. And that works for you. And it's worked for you for several years now. Right. And, and that's, that's the, that's the good thing about this type of work. And we can complain. There's something wrong with that. There's a lot of things to complain about. There's nothing wrong with that. But I'm very appreciative for this work. Uh, when yeah. I got diagnosed with cancer and I knew I was going to have hundreds of appointments and, and I don't get paid for time off at my at my uh, W-2, I, I left and I, I, I do this. I, I can't miss a ton of work and not get paid because I've got, you know, chemotherapy or, or oncology appointment or surgery right. scheduled or whatever. So I, I, right. I'm very grateful that I'm able to still pay my bills. I mean, I'm not doing great. I'm not putting thousands in the bank, but I am able to pay my bills and take care of my kid and her tuition pays and food in the house and there's a roof over our head and deal with my health. And there's a lot of people that so can't, there's a lot of people that can't say that working a W-2 and they can't, you know what I'm saying? So uh, Matrix, welcome to the show. I want to bring you in. You haven't spoken yet. And then I want to get back up to no giggity, no clout for a minute. It's been a minute and we'll get to Edward, get to Dre. Um, Matrix, go ahead. Give us some thoughts. Hey, man, how you doing? I'm good. Good to see you back. It's been a few weeks, man. I'm glad you're here. Yeah, it's been a few weeks. Um, just to kind of bounce off of what Cowboy said uh, in his uh, last statement, you know, he kind of was going back and forth about, you know, DoorDash sent me a $3 order, and then they sent me uh, this big catering order, and then he kind of closed out his comment with, well, it's an algorithm. They're not really targeting me, and that's exactly the point. There are millions and millions and millions of DoorDash drivers, gig drivers Mm -hmm. across the country. And for some reason, we always think that there's like this group of, you know, executive guys in a room with 
you know, like green hats on, like punching buttons, thinking, oh, I'm going to send this trash order to this guy, or I'm going to help Pedro because he's on YouTube. Or I'm, it's all math. Guys. It's <laughs> yeah. all math. Pedro doesn't get any better orders because he's on YouTube. None of us. It is a math algorithm. It spins around, spits out orders. I sat with a dude yesterday in a parking lot, a, a fellow DoorDasher, and we just watched the orders come off of our phone. And I'm like, hey, I just got the $8 Taco Bell. I declined it. And he's like, bam, I just got the $8 Taco Bell. I declined it. Hey, it just came back to me at eight fifty. dollars uh, that same Taco Bell order. Well, they're upping the base pay because the order's not getting picked up. It's just math. Even when you get a contract violation, there isn't some executive behind a desk watching your every move. The contract violations are issued via math. It's yeah, algorithm. Yeah, you it's, were late. It's, a, you yeah. were, it's all math, you guys. It's not personal. I listened to Judge Dre, you know, and he he makes it sound like it's personal, like it's individual. Oh, I'm going to f this guy because he. Did. It's it's not Pedro. It's a complete mathematical algorithm that just churns and churns, and it learns. And it it, it you know it'll it offer different programs. Let's see what the Diamond program does. Let's see what sure. Top Dasher program does. But all in all, they are not targeting you individually because of your recent behavior in the last 15 seconds. It's just not the case, guys. Um, what, what, let me get, I want to get no giggity, no clout, man. Give us, give us some thoughts. A lot has been unpacked in the last 30 minutes. What do you, what do you say? Add some value here. I mean, I'm basically here to learn. So I'm pretty much in the, the background, like kind of listening to everybody really. Okay. I like that. I like that. What do you say to, let me ask you a question. So, okay. Put that in I hate to interrupt you. I'm outside putting up a light, so just give me two minutes. Let me know when you're about to call me. Okay. So no giggity, no cloud. Let what's your base pay right now? Your starting pay with DoorDash, the minimum. What is it in your market? Two fifty. Two fifty. Tomorrow yeah. you turn your app on. Okay. Yeah. And it goes to two dollars. What are you doing? Are you working? Or are you not working? I mean, I'm working, but I'm going to be salty. You're going to be mad. Okay. No, nothing yeah. wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Do you think you'll make? Significant? Do you think you really make less money when that happens, or do you think you make about the same? Honestly, I think I'll make about the same. Right. Right. Okay. So it all depends, though. I mean, it's my market's just really weird. You know, everybody's different. To be fair, he's guaranteed pay. Yes. True. Okay. That that makes a difference, right? So, Bud Soda, your base pay is what right now? Minimum. Uh, two bucks on doubles, two fifty on singles. So they dropped that by fifty cents. What are you doing? You still working, or are you not going to work? I'm working. Okay. Oh, what point, Bud Soda? Does the pay that you get from DoorDash, because like Dad Dash said, hey, DoorDash is charging a percentage fee to the merchant. They're charging a service fee. The customer's paying all of it. There's some, there is some truth to that. Because, but DoorDash does have like you know costs like marketing support, all the other things they got going. They, they have costs there. But what's the dollar amount that that they'll be so low that you say, I can't do this? It, it, it's, is there a dollar amount or can they pay you zero and tell you everything has to come from the customer? What do you say to that? Um, I could work like that, but it'd be very difficult because most tips in my market are three to five bucks. So I, I would say 50 cents. Like, after it goes down about 50 cents, I turn the app off. I do something. So tomorrow, Uber is sending you 50-cent orders. And you'll still you'll still work with Uber is what you're saying. 
Well, I mean, think about it. On doubles, sometimes they bonus them out and they actually take away its negative base pay, and you're actually True. paying some from the other order to True. take that order, but it's still of value. You're still paying nine something bucks for the add-on. So you're still yeah. making money. And yeah. everyone whines about DoorDash. I think that's one of the dirtiest things you can do. <laughs> Good point. Anybody else? Go ahead, jump in. I, I'm sure y'all got some thoughts. Go ahead, whoever's ready. We we've got to make most of our money on tips. I mean, we have to. If 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 we're making or banking on making the base pay, I mean, think about it. If you do, let's say you do 20 deliveries a day, um, <clears throat> that would be about 40 to 50 dollars from DoorDash base pay, mm-hmm. and you know, 150 or 125 or whatever from customer tips. I mean, we have to bank on the tips. When I pick and choose orders, I'm picking and choosing them based on the customer's tip or what I think the customer tip is. If I get a 1250 order in my in my zone, that's just a single order for like $12.50. I know that 90% of the time it's a 250 base pay and it's a $10 tip. You know, if I'm going to take that order for $10 or, or get offered that order, I'd probably take it. I mean, you know, the base pay is so minimal, which is the problem because they charge such exorbitant fees to the customers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even with shopping pays, I mean, DoorDash charges 15% uh, to the customer for shopping pays. So if you're a customer, you go online, you order 10 items from, you know, Safeway or King Supers or, uh, you know, Aldi's or whatever, they're going to charge you 15% as a customer. So, I mean, that's a lot right off the top. They charge the restaurants, as we've talked about ad nauseum, 30% of a restaurant order. Um, They charge just the restaurants. So they make a ton of money on all different ends, and yet they turn around and only pay $2. Well, who gives a crap if it's $2.50 or $1.50 or $1? That's not where I'm trying to make my money. I'm trying to make my money when I see good tipping off. Right. I want to give a shout out to Sergio in the house. Uh, He's out in Cali. and. He knows a lot about what just happened, the mileage update. He's somebody that sent me some of this information. So shout out to him. Go check out. If you guys don't know about the Show Me the Money Club podcast they do live on the Rideshare uh, Guys channel, it's a fantastic show. I, I, will, I will say this. I know Grubhub's dead in a lot of markets, but in my market, they pay so much for mileage pay and bonuses that yesterday I made $92 from the app and $45 in tips, 137 bucks. <laughs> The, the thing is, is the thing that we have to realize is, is that if we all began to take orders that were representative value, then eventually the pay would ha- would come up one way or another. In other words, DoorDash would either pay, charge more for base pay or representatives base pay right. to add it to the tip or they would do something to get it going because they want us driving. That's the point. We are a widget to the algorithm. They want us driving. And there's so much money in the order on, you know, that we don't see because remember whether we, whether it's a tip or a no tip order, DoorDash still makes the same amount of money because they're they're getting a majority of their money from the restaurant's fees that they're getting. The merchant. And then also, I mean, you figure most customers are dash pass customers as it is. They're paying nine 99 a month. So, DoorDash, DoorDash doesn't realize that money from the restaurant until an order is delivered. 
And that is why they have to, that, that's their goal in, that's the algorithm's goal. Their goal obviously is to limit and make their, what they call efficiencies, which is simply limiting and lowering the acceptance rate or the acceptance amount that is required. And if you look at their first, their earnings calls of the first quarter, they talk about how they have had a record, uh, their efficiencies at an all-time high. In other words, efficiency ordered order volume is up and efficiency yep. is up. Meaning- and recycle the recycle rate of an order, meaning the times yep. an order has to go in and go back out. And Customers all of that because quicker they're being serviced yep. in a quicker quicker. And that's because we are not demanding more because we're believing that somehow the algorithm is going to take care of us, but it's not. And that's the okay, point. Wait. We take care of us. I think you guys are missing something here. I, I understand what you're saying and what you what you're saying makes perfect common sense to me, except for the fact that you're expandable. And I that's that's what they just did. They just hired a crap load of new drivers that don't know any better and will take all those shit orders. And the next yeah. when those drivers become old drivers and learn better, guess what? There's gonna be another well, except, except there is a program. limit. There is a limit because yeah, but in my market, I, I know that for a fact there's a limit because my limit, my market is a waitlisted market. So because there's a limit of drivers that there, that, that, you know, there is a limit on what they will put into a market, which means now obviously they could open the spigot and get more people in. But the bottom line is, is that the people, the drivers that are coming in, uh, you know, if you look at DoorDash's own uh, information, they'll tell you that the average dasher the average dasher dash is four hours, uh, four hours a, a week. Four okay. Hours. So we're not competing with those people. Those people are going to come in. They're going to, they don't have time to cherry pick. They don't have time to do anything because they're coming in for an hour at a time, make whatever it is DoorDash right. gives them. But fine. But DoorDash but, is going to say, you don't like taking these orders. All right, fine. Right. This is an option. You don't have to. Well, except here. that DoorDash, DoorDash limits the amount of, you know, DoorDash has full control over the amount of dashers that are out on the road. Yes. But DoorDash, but if the if everyone, if the dashers are working towards value, in other words, if these the the ones that are out, there's going to always going to be a percentage of dashers that will be out, that will be working, and the average dashers on orders for 20 minutes. That's DoorDash's goal, mm-hmm. okay? Which means the math says there's going to be people there waiting, and there's going to be orders sitting in queue. If but DoorDash's goal is to get everyone working at 70 percent which will push them out faster. So the more we're driving, the more we're collecting orders, but at that part, that, that process will slow down and has slowed down. If you look back at the position where DoorDash was in two years ago, it, oh, they were in a different position. And when they were in a different position, they had to pay more and their efficiencies were down. They were not as efficient. They weren't getting orders. Okay. The recycle rate on orders was higher. Uh, it was can longer. I, can I say something? Sure. Absolutely. No, I'll tell you that. Just saying, that's what I said. Is I, I, I love you guys and I love you to death. I said, like I said, from somebody who's been on that side of the coin and know about how, how the inner works of this. Like I said, my first job, I'm a computer network. That, that was my first job. The reason why I'm not in that field no more. Trust, trust you. I'm gonna let you know. It's manipulation all the way around. You don't think that the algorithm knows exactly what to do. The algorithm is pushed out there to what? get people that's why you get so many new dashers who didn't know that if you didn't accept every order you get screwed that that you uh that you did that there's so many new dashers how many dashers did you bump into in an average week that didn't know that you didn't have to take anything 
have to take everything. I bump into a lot of dashers like that. It's a reason why, I, and this is the problem. This is the, this is the thing that gets me toward this. If, if there's a person who has a mental disability and you take advantage of that person with a mental disability, is that you wrong or them wrong for not having the information? That's the company is wrong. They know exactly right. what they're doing. They don't think that these people, they're making, they have made more money than they ever had. More orders have gone out and they still have to cut your pay. And on top of that, you want to sit up here and you want to say, fine, we go back to the exact old ways where there's no diamond roll program and it's just free for all, whatever it is, fine. But once you put the diamond pro reward program in and you got the people chasing the acceptance rate, putting their lives on the line, then you found a way to control the system and it's not fair anymore. You can't do that with once you get penalized for not having a high acceptance rate. You're penalized for that. It's been times that they will sit you there for an hour and a half and they won't give you an order. I've seen, I got four people that, that – remember, I told you, I'm about to make videos. I ain't going to lie. But as I see that more people are just being nullified to sleep, I'm going to make it my job to cost this company at least $200 million. Also, when I'm going to make it my job. And I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Listen, listen. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to manipulate anything because I'm not a liar. I'm not a manipulator. I'm going to use their own business practice. And I'm going to let people know. And then people are going to hate this company when I'm done. Well, one of the things that. that, uh, Dad Dash made a good point right at the end. What you're noticing uh, with peak pay is when they have a deficit of drivers. It's not because DoorDash is busy. Like, oh, man, we're so busy. When DoorDash uh, schedules peak pay or all of a sudden does an immediate peak pay, it's because exactly what uh, Dad Dash said, uh, they have a deficit of drivers in that hour or two-hour window. So all of a sudden they offer peak pay. Many of you will notice when you get peak pay from DoorDash, it's slow as hell. Nothing's going on. You can't get an order. It's because they all of a sudden um, projected that they were going to have a lack of drivers. So they offer no. peak pay. It's not because they're busy. Well, no, right. it had nothing to do with that. I'm going to let you know this is the thing. Is ever since they, this is the problem. Ever since they went to the 24-hour tracking, if you notice, and they, now, now Mark, Mark, all the dads are sitting there listening at home. There's nine of you on the panel here today. If you got 24-hour tracking. If you notice now, you get more texts telling you to come dash now than you ever have. Because what you do, what DoorDash does is now, when they know how many drivers are in the area, even when your app's off, so before it even gets before it even gets to the where the fact they're already sending texts, so people are already jumping on. And then the bad thing about that is this: by them having a twenty-four hour tracking, they've made it to where they can lower your pay. Now you say, why would DoorDash want to lower their pay? Of course, they want to lower how much money is going out to you because when they're not don't have they to offer a five and six dollar. Wait, wait, wait. Right. Thank you. When they don't have to end up in a five and six dollar crap to get the drivers to come back out, then what? It makes the lower price for their customers. And that's what they care because this company don't care about you. They care. Think about it. That's the reason why the only thing that these two dollar seven mile orders do is a damn contract violation. You treat it like hell by these people. So many damn drug and trap houses out and delivered to. And I mean, they tell you, they sit there laughing. Like, literally, I had it at, I pushed the button, nothing happened. I called DoorDash and let them to another customer. What did they do? Oh, well, we'll give you a case number and we'll accept. Do they call you back? No. 
But you don't have to deliver to that. You, you don't have to take the delivery anywhere you don't want. Listen, listen. How are you going to know after you've got the order and the customer treats you like shit? But that's part, of what, that's part of that's part of that's part of that's part of what part we of do. Job, so yeah. that's part well, listen, of listen, that's, listen that's, it's part of the job. I understand that. You can't that, get you can't get around that. Joke. You can't get around that. This is a problem. You said every time there's something that DoorDash fucks us, well, that's part of the job. When they, but every time we say, well, they're fine, we're gonna fuck them. Okay, what we're gonna find a way every time you get into our car accident, make sure you got the DoorDash app on. So boom, you boom up, go into that. So now we're gonna start. I, just, I, I think I think what we're missing. I mean, here, like literally. Uh, listen, listen, hold on. What we're missing here. You love is, this company, bro. I don't love DoorDash. Are you kidding? Me? <laughs> Are you delusional? I love DoorDash. Yeah, no. I don't know. DoorDash bro, is an, DoorDash is an opportunity, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a dose of reality to everybody watching. What we have to realize, guys, the people that come to this channel that make content like Dad Dash and No Giggity No Clout, we are the minority. Madison, my girlfriend, my beautiful girlfriend, worked today. She doesn't work often, but she has something that she wants to pay for that I will not pay for. And that's this, it's, it's a personal thing. She wants to do it. She's doing it. So she goes out once a week for three or four hours, and she's making the money. She's going to do it for about eh, six, seven weeks. No problem. That is the average fucking DoorDash driver. She went on. She scheduled herself at 2.30 today. She worked three hours. I think she made 69, 70 bucks. That is the average dasher. She doesn't give a fuck about pace pay. She opens the app. She takes good orders. She she declines trash. That's it. And she right. is able to turn on an app as an opportunity and make some side money to do something for herself. We have you to stop have. thinking that we are the norm. We are not the norm. Okay? Us in this like group right now that care so much about this and that, DoorDash knows that, and that, that it is what it is, right? Right. So Pedro has said stop. this hundreds of times in the videos. This is not meant to be full time. No, it's and not. the people that it's do not. work and use this as I don't want to say their bread and butter, but you know that that it's 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 a large part of their income. Let's say you have to realize that every job is not created equal. Period. You have two kids in high school flipping burgers at McDonald's. One kid is constantly calling off, slacking off, not doing his job. The other one is prim and perfect. Who's going to get the raise? And then it's it's just not equal. It's, it's and and we're not we're not employees. We shouldn't be expecting all of this from DoorDash. DoorDash has given you an opportunity for you to choose to make extra money or make X Y Z, and they're also giving you a choice. It's like a contractor. I put in a bid to you know, uh, flip a house. If the guy doesn't like my bid, he'll find another company. You know, it's, it's the same thing. If I don't like these orders, guess what? Don't take them. If it's shit after shit after shit coming in, turn off, go to a different area, uh, you know, or go home if it's not worth your time. But this is, I, 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 this is what got me watching your channel, Pedro yeah, is, is it's an opportunity and you, you have to use yeah. it as such. So we're independent contractors, right? So if I'm knocking on doors, if I'm we're independent, right? If I'm knocking on doors and I want to mow your grass or I want to shovel your snow or I, whoever's got the background noise, please stop. If Don't I want to mow your grass, word. if I want to, if I want to, what the hell? Who is doing that? Okay. If I'm knocking on doors and I want to mow your grass, I want to get your service. I want to make money. I'm an independent contractor. That's what we are, right, guys? And if I'm knocking on doors and I'm not making money in that neighborhood, I'm a fucking idiot if I stay in that neighborhood. 
and I said what I said, I'm not going to like that's If I stay in that neighborhood and I'm not making money, that's on me. Okay. So as DoorDash drivers, if you're not making money, that's on you. Stop act. Stop playing the victim, asking for this, asking for that. It is a side gig app. We have to start taking personal responsibility for your pocketbooks. We live in America. The opportunities are endless for most of us that are willing to go out and figure it out. If you can't do that in 2023, I cannot help you. This channel is not for you. I have failed you. The note, the the, the bet on you seconds one day at a time has failed you. You are not for this channel. Okay. We don't do that here. I'm not going to give you pacifiers. Go to another fucking channel. I'm stop. I, I don't give pacifiers out anymore, guys. We have solutions. We have, you know, if I'm knocking on that door and I knock every day and he doesn't want me to mow his grass, if I knock the next day, that I'm a fucking idiot. I'm going to knock yeah. on the next door and the next door and I'm going to go to another neighborhood. Stop playing the victim. I'm tired of hearing about it. Okay. We're not living in some, we're not living in some crazy country where there's not jobs. I could get a job tomorrow. If I open up my door that shop and I'm deactivated and Madison gets deactivated, I'm going to be upset for a day and then I'm going to figure it out because I'm a fucking man. I'm not going to bitch. I'm not going to complain. And if you're offended that I said that, unsubscribe to my fucking channel. I'm tired of hearing people complain, 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 offer no solutions. Mm -hmm. This This is an opportunity. This is an opportunity. Okay, that's it. Dre, it's an opportunity. I'm just fighting for the little if guy. Not, looking, look, we got listen, listen, that's fine. I was a little guy. Two, three years ago, I was a little guy. Okay. But you know what? I said I'm I don't want to be the little guy anymore. Well, I'm gonna take, here's the- I'm gonna take I'm gonna take it in my own hands and figure things out, figure other ways to make money. Okay. Here's- so either you want to get on that level or you don't. But nobody's here's the holding you back look, but look. you. You're but holding yourself here's a, back. Here's a question. Okay? Look, look, look. Like I haven't been dashing in five days. But just give an example. Like I said, I got other skills. I'm work. I'm working on houses. As you hear, I'm working on one as we speak now. But this is the problem. Some people are in this, and I watch basically what they're doing is they're just turning the screw to them. And you see that the people. Hey, but wait, because I'm in. A, give me a sec, okay? I'm on the line, live. But uh, I said you see that um they are doing that, and just because I said they're taking advantage of them. And like I said, every, if you went back to what you said, where the numbers didn't mean nothing anymore, then you, 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 I hate to say something, Pedro, you would be 100%. But once they went to the, we penalize you, you don't get, you don't get, you basically, you not even nowhere in the consideration for order because you don't take this garbage when it's slow. So now the people who are out there, you don't put them, basically, you don't put them behind the eight ball where you just should have said no. What you need to do, unless we got enough orders, you ain't even going to get a chance at one. What's the what solution? you need to do is <laughs> here's drop it. Well, right. Give me a solution. Here's the, solu- the solution to that issue. So the solution is you have to multi-app and find another source. Sure, that's no, what you asked me for the solution. I'm going to give you a solution. That's what Pedro just said. The if so- he was deactivated, he's going to stand up and find I'm going to figure out how to make money. I'm yeah. not going to, like, right. it, and you're, it, you're we're independent contractors. You can't be taken advantage of if you allow people to take advantage of you. Okay. Don't allow wait, people wait, to wait, take wait, advantage wait, of you. Wait. Stand up. So here's what I've been doing. Can I talk? Go ahead, bud. Absolutely. Okay, so everyone knows I've been deactivated off DoorDash, and that's, like, they got two-thirds share in my market. Like, I'm making $200 a day instead of four to six or whatever. 
I used to make. And I just picked myself up, tried different markets. I'm going to try Philly and Pittsburgh because they're a really busy market. I have a catering app now. I, I applied for the last mile app, whatever, in job boards. And I also am looking for a W-2. I'm looking to go into car sales or sales in general, get something on my resume because car sales, sales in general is something I've always been good at and passionate about. I'm picking myself up and doing something about my situation. I'm not just, you know, I cried for a week or whatever. I was bitching and moaning. And then I picked myself up and I'm doing something different. If you don't do something different, you keep doing the same thing. That's the definition of freaking insanity. Stop right. doing that. Stop whining. Well, I'm just going to let you know. I'm just going to look, look, if, if DoorDash continues on this model right here, and I understand like that from it comes to a point of other, the company is technically going to go out of business. They might. Because, and you're right. Well, they well, might. Listen, 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 I'll tell, tell you exactly why they will go out of business. Just, just give an example. There was a female here. You see, like, she poisoned five. She poisoned, like, 500 kids at her school because she didn't get a $2,000 raise. Imagine what these people who get little to crumb on crumbs and you take from them. That's the problem. I tell people like this. You don't realize a rogue employee costs you way more money than anything else. That, 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 that you, well, here's the problem. Yeah, but here's the here's the thing. What are you doing? No, but here's the thing that you guys have to understand. The dashers are not. Unbelievable. It's like DoorDash is not liable for what a dasher does. It's in the TOS. No, no, listen. Yes, they're not liable. Listen, listen. They they are personally liable. The liability for that would fall on the dasher that did it, and that's how DoorDash would get out of it because DoorDash is only. The, and, they, and, and, and and that's signed in the in, in the contract. That I mean, that's agreed well, upon and that's laid out. Yeah. Evidently, so, you don't know nothing about the wait, 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 listen, listen, I'm going to give you an example. I'm going to give you an example. Yes, mm-hmm. that trouble. Your dash is not liable like that. But I hate to say something. Bad publicity hurts market share. Like anybody who's really investing millions and millions into this company would realize and say, wait a minute. You guys got to stop that. Why is that? I got, I got 50 million in this company. You don't realize the if bat. a person that, wait wait listen finish let me finish if a person does something rogue on you it looks bad people stop ordering do you yeah, not think not, not Door, DoorDash has already had something DoorDash has already had similar things like that happen do you not remember the DoorDasher that took what? her took her crap in an apartment building yeah I know I mean yeah, they've I done know. all no, these no, things no. and what happens is is it falls on the Dasher the Dasher gets deactivated right. DoorDash puts okay. out a press release that we got rid of that person and they're no longer associated with our platform and they move mm-hmm. on and anybody and who goes to court ends up in arbitration here. because the customers the Dashers and everyone agrees to it what you don't what you're not taking into consideration is when you become a customer and use that platform you sign an agreement Everyone mm-hmm. is waiving their rights to go sue DoorDash because they're signing the arbitration clauses and they end up in arbitration it. and it ends up getting arbitrated. DoorDash okay. as a platform is responsible for nothing. They're only okay, resp- bottom line is, any the dasher is the one to get sued. No, just give an example. There's a bad, bad publicity like that will hurt your market share bad. Ask, ask, if you really want to know, ask Domino's how they work for them. They used to be bigger than Pizza Hut. The only reason why they're making a comeback now, that's what happened with Domino's. And that only happened with one guy. You got hundreds of thousands of these broke heroin addicts, drug addicts that do DoorDash, 
Come on now. You just, why, why even play with fire like that? I run my own business. I hire people to work for me to work on these houses. Do you think that I would put my company in the line by hiring people and then treating them like crap, knowing that they can cost me more than this? I've sued people before. I do it in the real estate. You cannot get money from broke people. You will win your lawsuit, but you won't get paid. I would yeah, disagree. I think, mo- just- hold on. I think most people that order DoorDash are broke as fuck. <laughs> most people that use yeah, DoorDash to order food are broke and should not. And I don't care what you say. I stand yeah. by that opinion. Uh, I, I agree, agree with that. I'll tell you this right now. If, if, if tomorrow everybody that shouldn't order DoorDash didn't, we would be in trouble as drivers. Look, the, the thing is this, is that what what we fail to take into account is that DoorDash is simply a revenue source for our individual, whatever you want to call it, gig business, business, gig, whatever it is. It's our job as a business person, just call ourselves a business person, to figure out the revenue sources we're going to have for whatever it is we're doing. If we decide to support our families and support ourselves full time, then it's our job to find different revenue sources. None of these are designed to be jobs. They lay that out for you. They tell that to you in the agreement that you sign. We're not your employer. They are simply a source of opportunities to work. And you say accept or decline. And they tell you they tell you you are supposed to negotiate with them through the accept and decline button. So if your market, it can't. If DoorDash isn't something that will provide you with enough revenue in your market, you got to go find another one. Whether that's Uber Eats, Grubhub. Maybe yep. it's Instacart, maybe it's Spark, maybe it's fill in the blanks, Draver, whatever whatever it is you're going to do, you figure out what you need to add so you can increase the offer flow. The more offers you receive, the more opportunities you have to work, the more you can request. I'm not suggesting that you can sit out in the my market and, and demand $10. No, you can't, not just from one app. But if you have seven different apps that you have sending you offers, then you can do that. And then you can be pickier. I guarantee you that if I looked at the gaps that I would have between different apps and, 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 and times and offers, there would be 15, 20-minute gaps. But I'm not working for DoorDash necessarily, you know, every single order. I'm working for Uber. I'm working for DoorDash. I'm working Whatever's sending me the offer that makes sense, I'm going to work for. Instacart, uh, Shipped, whatever it is, that's where I'm going to go work. And if for some reason I can't find enough offers to give me what I need, then I'm going to go out of business. I'm going to find something else. Maybe it becomes part-time. But also, the point is judge, uh, Domino's pizza has 42% of the market share. Domino's, Domino's is king in pizza delivery right now. 42% oh yeah. Of the market the last, share. So I don't know it's been like that for the last 10 or 15 years. Yeah. What you're pulling those facts out of your ass. Uh, uh, no, I'm talking about the, the incident happened with Domino's happened 28 years ago. Yeah. It's when you're t- Dre, Dre, you're talking about when they had the guaranteed yeah, yeah. pizza 30 minute or less. Like, yeah. 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 Right, right. But the reason why they lost because it was a rogue employee that cost them that. That's why the shore shut down overnight. There, there, there's a reason. Well, in Doordash, well, in Domino's is responsible because that was their employee. That that is a of huge difference. That. Of course, there, in Doordash makes that. the distinction that we don't represent Doordash. Okay. I, I don't know if okay. anybody okay. has bro, seen that bro. in there. Bro, agreement. Here's a question. Uh-huh. You must have, you must have realized this is the problem. Is we we are kind of adults. We're a little bit younger. We didn't have TikTok and we wasn't doing crate challenges and shit like that. 
These young twins, right. we, we, it was no such thing as Kia boys and stuff like that. You got to think about the logic from these young people who are that. They are quick to get emotional, quick to operate in their feelings, quick to do something stupid and make a fool about it on TikTok or any type of social media was never like that. A bad story spreads. Social media can kill your business nowadays. Literally, and you guys are not taking that into consideration. Maybe because you guys Let me have never so. had multiple Let me employees, so. but I've if, managed a hundred people in the field. You if realize that was true, Jordan be should have been out of business by now. I was gonna say it's already happened. It's yeah. already yeah. happening. It's been happening. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. They got they got people. They got people to sanitize stuff. They got they've already had many of things that come up, but it's been sanitized. You know, it don't never get no play. But you realize there's other companies, there's other websites coming up. And they're sitting up here and they're talking about, no, we're going to let people say whatever. And this is the problem. Once they get, this, as it, once they get control of that, that's going to be the end of this company. We that's should just, you know what be. we should do? We should talk about Monsanto and Amazon because those guys do way worse than DoorDash, right? Oh, yeah. And those companies are still around, right? Do you know why they're around? Because in yeah. America, we like to fucking eat. We like convenience. Mm-hmm. We like to eat. These companies mm-hmm. are yeah. always going to be able to have a business because we will always spend money with them, even if they're shitty. Point blank. Period. So it doesn't really matter. Like Marlboro cigarettes are still around. They got sued because they were lying to people back in the, you know, whatever, the, the 60s, 70s. These companies are still around. Because in America, we like to eat. We like to have a good time. It doesn't matter if there's a TikTok, this and that. A Uber Eats driver lost his life a month ago. Uber Eats is still around. Nobody cares anymore. Everything's so quick. No, it, it doesn't. It, we have to understand it's not just DoorDash. That's my thing. I can get mad at DoorDash and bash them like I used to. You know what? I would not be sitting where I'm at feeling good about my life if I continue to make negative content about a fucking app delivery company. Okay. So anybody can make you know, look at all the other content creators that are negative. They're not doing. They're not doing shit. They're not doing good. Right. So you have to start taking. We have to start taking control of what we can control. And if everybody wants to just be negative, that's a miserable way to live. I could die tomorrow, guys. I'm not going to spend all my time worrying about a company that I don't work for. I work with. Okay. Why does, why does I'm not trying to be negative on, down on YouTube, Judge? How are you no, going to no. take? You've been saying it for a while. I'm going to take them down. How? I'm going to take them down. I'm going to show this. I'm going to show their business practices. And keep them goddamn Yeah, like this. No, keep, <laughs> you say, show their business practices. Their business practices are actually going to. Look, look, look. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, say something. This is the problem. You can't. Everybody's got their fish. I agree. I go ahead and take this. Somebody want to take Uber? Show their bad business practices. Make it. It's plenty of companies that have went that like this. How? If you get them, How are you listen, to take them down. Show their bad business practices. But but Judge, that's been going on on YouTube for years. Share. Right, right. Cost your market share. Listen, I'm not saying. Look, look. I'm not saying this. I'm just pointing out the bad shit that they're doing. And the problem is why by not pointing out the bad shit that they're doing, it's like you're allowing a bad teacher to stay in there and teach your kids. I, I would like to point well, out the bad well, shit Chevron or Exxon or Enron. Yeah, yeah. Well, go ahead. Yeah. I want to let. I want to let. Ed, hold on. I want Let's let Edward Lee talk. I want to let Edward Lee talk because he's been in the background. So Edward, get, drop drop go some ahead. knowledge on us, man. Say something. Say something. Okay, so there's so many points here. Give me good. Hold on one second. I think, hold on. Okay, thank you, Dre. Go ahead, Edward. Okay, so there are so many points I want to make 
but I think the most important one that we should all acknowledge is that we're not fucking independent contractors, right? We're a mm. hybrid of some okay. W-2. We're, we're in the middle, right? So to say that we don't deserve some kind of minimum is complete bullshit. We are not independent contractors, right? We don't set the minimum. Okay, yeah, we can decline orders, but guess what? People are taking those orders, and you know, it, it's just not fair, right? We're we're in a very weird situation between between uh, being independent contractors. We are. It's not black or what? It's black or white. We are no. or we aren't. Are we ten ninety nine? That's not. You said we're somewhere in the no, middle. No, so that's that's my not point, true. dude. But that's not, that's completely my point. Is that we're in the middle, right? No, we we can't not. set a minimum. We 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 can't. No, you talk to any any true independent contractor, they can negotiate the price of a delivery. 100%. We negotiate we are, by turning orders down. Yes, we negotiate by getting offers and, and saying yes or no. And that's agreed to in the TOS, but that's our method of negotiation. We are not in the middle, bro. Uh, I just yeah. want to, I we want are. To yeah. Set your point. We are no, I hate that word. True. Hold on, I want to. I want to let. Ed, let's hold on. Let's let. Ed, yeah, let's let. Ahead, let's let ahead. Edward. Let's let him finish his thought, please. But we are one or the other. Okay, maybe we can do disagree, disagree, but I think it's complete BS that. If you really think that we are independent contractors, um, yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me. We have we have absolutely zero rights. Um, but anyways, but my, what I also want to say is that I think there's also this, this, some kind of dichotomy where we want this freedom and flexibility of independent contractor, right? We want that, or we want minimum and be employees. No, I, I mean, if we're in the middle, then should we have a middle of that? Should we have some kind of Prop 22, like a federal Prop 22, where we're all at least protected in a sense of a minimum wage? I'm not sure if the minimum wage is in St. Louis. I'm guessing about 10 to 12 bucks. Oh, it's like maybe seven eighty-five or something like that. Yeah, it's pretty low. Yeah, okay. Well, that's that's not right. 120% of seven fifty is that's like, what, like $9? Yeah. But I, I don't know. But all these apps, too, like last night I was listening to uh, Rideshare Radio on his uh, podcast – Mm-hmm. And he was saying that, like Lyft and Uber, right? It's been a race to the bottom. Which company can offer point A to point B of the lowest fare? Mm-hmm. Is that what is that what DoorDash and Uber and GoPub are doing? Uh, fuck yeah, they are. You know, but if we don't stand for ourselves, if we as drivers, they're going to keep exploiting us. They, mm-hmm. I mean, how, how much longer can these consumers keep tipping? The consumer is fucking tapped out. Inflation is high. Rent is high, right? People are losing their fucking jobs. We need to... And okay, look, and someone said about... I think it was Gig Mom that said, where is money coming from? Let's trim the fucking fat. Let's trim the fat off these fucking CEOs who are taking home millions and millions of dollars on our fucking backs. It is yeah, absolutely not right. What is it worth? Businesses that they had to increase it work, by 300%. We either accept it or deny it. They're not skinning yep. uh, things off our back. They are uh, they are bidding a job to us. As an independent mm-hmm. contractor, we get to say yes or no. They're not taking any skin off of any backs, scalps, balls, nothing. They simply say, hey, you, independent contractor, here's an $8 offer, yes or no. Guess what? Yep. No, okay, so this, this, is why, this is why I disagree with that. It's because, That's yes, happened. there are new drivers. There are Yes, there are new drivers out. Right. 
when you see if a driver takes two dollars for several miles, which is you know in California that doesn't happen, but other other states I'm sure it does. I mean, don't you feel don't you feel empathy for them? Don't you feel no, like no. they no. Like, they made the decision to take it to a trash yeah. order? I don't feel bad if somebody says that if they are unaware uh, of the country or don't speak a certain <clears throat> language. Yes, I may feel some empathy towards them. They are running their own delivery business. They have the right to say yes or no. If you work at Domino's or you work at Chick Fil A, you don't have the right to say yes or no. Domino's what? orders come up, you go. Bob, you go. Sarah, you go. Karen, you go. The orders, you don't have a choice. That's your job because you're employed by them on a W-2 making 15 to 18 yeah. to $20 an hour. We don't make any dollars per hour by any in- company. We are independent contractors. We get to pick and choose Edward. That's Now, we've... The actual issue that needs to be that we need to cut that, that that is the real issue and the core issue with these companies, and that is they should be required to make it apparent what they are being to the driver. In other words, they try their hardest to confuse the driver for what they are, but it should be very clear to the driver that you are your own business, you are responsible for your own decisions. And you are not an employee and we are not your employer. And well, that is the real issue. Disclosed. And that, that transparency around that issue. It's well, it's disclosed. It's well, it's in, yeah. it's in the terms of service. Well, we except signed, for the fact no, that wait, we all signed the terms of service when we signed. Well, but it's uh, their practices that confuse it. And that's why they should be required uh, well, at all times yeah. to make it clear that what that they that they do not have. A say over the, again. They do a we lot of things. The terms of service. We well, they accept we that DoorDash violates their own terms of service in the way they administer the terms of service, but and that is the real issue. While we're worried about tips, we should be worried about the fact that they need to act. They're part of the contract as well because they come in with the diamond programs and the things that they come in to entice and act like, hey, you're. You're an employee, but you're not. And unless somebody's going and reading the terms of service and understanding it, they should be required that if you're going to go in with somebody who has no specialized training, no educational barrier of entry, they should be required to put it in third grade language exactly what we are, what they are. That would make us employees if they were leading us. It would not make it employees if they said you're not employees. That's what it should say. You are not an employee of DoorDash. You're you are in no way. In terms of service, yes, in the terms of service, in the small language or in the small print, but just like when cigarettes had to come out to say nicotine was. Dude, I mean, this is all semantics. We signed a contract with a third party service, Uber, DoorDash. And I'm not shilling for these guys. I know what they're. Well, instead, yeah, but see, instead of instead of them saying, instead of them saying seventy percent affects you like when when you go to turn it down the issue i have with doordash is they put deceptive things on like for instance when you go to hit accept it says your acceptance rate will lower because you might lose time what it should say is is 70 your acceptance rate it should say in basically you can decline this offer there's no penalty you can't be there deactivated that should be day one in there. my acceptance mind. rate has been zero and i still get offered well i understand that that correct but what we're saying what i'm saying is is making sure that that's abundantly clear to everyone who uses the platform and that those are the areas where 
the apps are wrong for how they're conducting themselves and in that they bore the thing is it's not held accountable for that they need listen where i came from before uh what i did before was listen i could not let me tell you something What, what i did previous no but i'm it's not circles every one of those things is a contract okay and when you sign a contract, which is what I did every single day, multiple times, hundreds, hundreds, thousands of times a year of what I did previously, the contract has to be clear. Both parties need to be educated on each side of the contract. The issue we have right now is the dashers not properly educated on their side of the contract, and they don't make things clear. And that is the issue. Transparency is the norm. There Show us the base pay, the mile. Those things should be shown 100. percent They're nowhere in the DoorDash. Slow down, slow down. Hold on, guys. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because if we all talk, it's not. Yeah, but it's not an issue of W two. It's not an issue of W two. This is an issue of a legal binding contract that's offered us each and every time. And DoorDash, we cannot agree. You can't have two parties. What DoorDash holds is that we are two equal businesses. And if you are going to have two parties equally agreeing to a contract, then each side needs to understand both sides of that contract. Under, uh, otherwise, the enforceability of that contract is in question. And that is the crux of the issue. DoorDash doesn't show us what we need to see to make sure we want to agree to it or not. They hide it. Grubhub does it. Uber does it. This is the number one issue inside the gig economy. But until we're recognized as a business of equal stature, like our TOS says, the apps will not do anything about this because the government, who should make the laws and regulates this area, doesn't look at us as a business. They look at us as employees, and they think they need to come in and say, well, these are we need to figure out how, where they come. No, what needs to happen is, is they don't tax us as such. They do not. Well, they look, look at us as, as employees, as you say, but we are uh, uh, because it's not abundantly clear to anyone, even the politicians trying to regulate this. Oh my! And the issue at hand is, is if you're going to have the, the con- every contract that DoorDash offers up or Grubhub or any of them, the enforceability of that contract is deeply in question with the fact that they don't provide if you want to talk the knowledge about necessary for like the Dasher and DoorDash to agree to. If that's what you're talking then about, then that's a totally different issue. Then you need no, to that's why in New York, that's why in New York, it, it, each state has risen. But that's why if you go in New York and Dash, they have to disclose the facts or the figures. They because still have the are, same offer screen. And laws it, that have been passed. They're the, that's because that state is paying attention. And because that okay, state's holding them to yell at your state, we're not paying We're talking politics and policy. That has to be enforced on a state-by-state basis. The contract is that we signed. We signed the it's contract. Not, we, like sign a te- we, sign, we sign a term of service, but every contract that we work for is an individual contract. We no longer work for DoorDash or have any association with DoorDash the moment we complete that contract. And that is a fact. We and when we, that is why we are known as contractors. What are you talking about? We signed so every party contract. We signed a term that if we use platform, we things. Every single time we are offered an opportunity to work, it is a separate contract, and that contract is only good from the moment we agree to it to the moment we complete delivery. 
That is the and the terms of service simply regulate how we are to perform, act, and what we are to do, what we are to, to do and not do on the platform itself when we are using it and accessing it to see offers. But when we accept the the contract, every day we get a offer is an individual contract that is completed, and it's an individual law legally binding contract that DoorDash offers each day. And the that is that that is an individual kind, and that's the only times you're working for DoorDash is when you're on contract with them. The issue at hand is is when they've contracted you to do the work, they have not given you the information that you're required that you should. Yes, they have. They've given you a base pay amount. Is a very customer, but it is an issue that isn't being looked at or isn't being, and that is the one thing that if that was brought, and again, that's why in New York. They changed how they offered to the dashers because they had to, because that's what that was what was being that, that's how our feet got brought to the fire. And instead of allowing that to become a systemic issue that spread across the United States, settled it out, settled out the, the, the issues. They required and, them to show the driver the full amount. Thus, they, no, what they did, yes, they did, but they required them to show no what they what they did was the reason why they're doing that, you just right, is because they were requiring them. To show them the contract information, the and to treat the dasher as an as an equal party to that contract, it says it in the TOS that we are an equal partner, and we are an equal party. We are equal business. We are a business. They are a business. And if you have a if you have two businesses that come together, one business hiding something would be considered fraud anywhere else. Because they're oh, they're hiding no, something. No, that's not that's not true. Because they tell you the minimum that you'll be paid. Let's say you sign a contract. That is true because no, no, no. no. Let's say you, you sign a contract with a, a concrete company. Any contract the is supposed to lay out. Be a thousand dollars, but then at the end of the day, they said, "You know what? You did a really good job. We're going to give you three thousand. Are you going to sue them?" They're supposed that? to show you in a contract. They're supposed the to show you. No, that it's not minimum. just a minimum. You can't. Listen, let me let take, me let me, co- let me interject oh, for a second. Face is let turning me. a sour color of green, so I'm going to stop talking. I'm good. Listen, no, 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 no. Listen. I like I like that we have different. This is the reason I let everybody up and I let you guys talk because this is this is good, good stuff. Okay, but I do think I don't like that they high tips. I think that that's shady, right? It is, but I understand why they do it, right? But I think the point that some of us miss here is the average driver is doesn't care and is not as affected as us here because a lot of us do this you know, full-time or we've done it for a while. So the average person, once again, I'll just use Madison, my girlfriend, as an example. She could care less about like what we're talking about because what DoorDash knows, and they do a really good job at this, and some might call it manipulation, taking advantage of, and you might be right. They understand the average person works four hours a week. So they know that the person's turning an app on and turning it off. And would Madison, do I think Madison thinks she's being taken advantage of? No, I do not at all. She wouldn't say that. I think she would say, she texted me earlier. Yeah, I had to wait at Sonic. I dropped the order because it was a long time. I waited in the line. I said, hey, don't wait in line. Next time, go to where the people come out of. Hit the little button, like like the walk up. If you walked up, you're going to get your order quicker. She said, all right, babe, thanks. And she went back to Sonic like an hour later. That's what she did. That is the average food delivery person. They don't give a fuck about what we're talking about. Now, that could be an issue for some of us because that then 
DoorDash knows that and they, you know, they play these games, right? Like Madison doesn't care about a hidden, like that is the average DoorDash person. And what I try to do with this channel is try to show people like Madison and many of you guys have come here where you're part-time, full-time. Hey, let's find a hidden tip. Let's let's do this. Let's work around this so we can make more per hour. We can make be be make better business decisions, but there's nothing we could do to fix this. Now to Edward Lee's point, Right. And anybody that's out in Cali, Sergio was here earlier. Hey, that's why some people like the legislation and they're going to maybe strike or whatever. Right. Because they want they, they you know, they want to be they want to feel like I'm, I'm, you know, not being taken advantage of. I want some kind of minimum. I'm, I live in a state. All these states that try to do this stuff or have something passed. They have a lot like their their cost of living is way higher than like where I live or where Matrix lives. It just is. Right. Also, so, hang on, Pedro. Let me present this. Uh, I, I forgot to mention this. Let's say we're talking about Uber. Uber customers can do what? Change their take, tip. They can change the tip. They can yeah. take it away. Spark customers. What could Spark customers do, which I've had this happen to me five times, and then I quit doing Spark. They put in a $20 tip, big, fat, juicy, take their goddamn 20-bag order, and they pull the tip away. So how in the hell, Dad Dash, could you regulate that, legislate that, make that a law? Because – Customer. You're not going to you're not regulating tips. The tip should not. The tip is not what would be broken down in the contract. In fact, that's the crazy part is if DoorDash had to break pay. down a two twenty five base pay, break that down in the contract. The tip should not. The tip does not factor into the contract. The tip is something yes, that's paid from the does, customer. When you get an it offer, does, it factors. It DoorDash does not. If you read your is. TOS, it tells you that the tip is between you and the customer. DoorDash facilitates the platform to pass that on to you, to be passed to you by cash, minimum to be passed tip, to you electronically. Minimum tip on an offer stays the same. The tip on DoorDash the, never goes down. Correct. It, it provides them the – It actually, it can go down, and they have to call customer service to do it. No, but, it can only go up. It can only go no, up. No, it can, it can, they can call and have the tip removed. But the, the issue at hand. Making it up as you're talking, that's bullshit. No, no, no. If you're a DoorDash and customer. On, and, on, and on Uber and Spark and all these other apps, the customer can change their tip to zero. So how would that affect the contract, as you say? Because the tip order. isn't a part of the – the tip is not a so part of the contractual to make calculation. Listen, this is the problem right here is the uh, fact yeah, that because they allow pre-tipping, they allow the fact that the – they allow the tip to take over the contract. That the contract should be clear to the customer on what their driver is receiving. In other words, when the customer – they're collecting money from the customer in the restaurant, it should be clear in all three parties. Where the money's it. going and where the money's flowing. If they wouldn't allow it, the customers they, to they, increase they, the tips. I would love that. The, the tip is the tip is something that is not part if you read the TOS, the tip is not part of the calculation. The tip is something that's paid separately. It's lays it out and they allow pre tipping and they encourage customers to be able to use their platform to add a pre tip. DoorDash has and the other apps as well have taken the fact that customers pre-tip and used it to their advantage to drive down base pay and then hide the figures because they don't have to show what they're, how, and every drive that you do in your community should be laid out. You go two miles, you're here, you're paid on wait time. It should all be a formula that should be able to be you're, seen so on every single contract. Uber, you're saying that if Uber offers me a $20 <clears throat> order, let's say I assume <clears throat> it's a $2 base, an $18 customer tip. Mm -hmm. And I deliver the order. The customer on Uber has an hour to change their tip every single time they go. If this, if this was a, if this, 
They wait a minute. They take that eighteen dollar tip and they move it to zero every single time because they know they're going to get their shit. Do you expect that Uber as a company is going to eat that eighteen dollar difference every time? If you do, they'll be bankrupt in forty eight hours. Because what if this was a properly working market, the tip doesn't factor in. They should be paying and compensating base pay and expenses. All of outside of the tip DoorDash should pay the entire freight. Hey, here's an absolute. No, no, not Uber and DoorDash. Uber and DoorDash never pay anything. First of all, you're mistaken on that. DoorDash and Uber pay nothing. No, no, no. First of all, no, hold on a second. They don't pay anything. The restaurant pays and the customer pays. If you read your TOS, they are a platform where the money moves through and they take fees. They take a fee from us for the service they provide us. From our cut of what of and not the tip part, but the part of th- this is the crazy part the, the, when they pay us two twenty five base pay for a for a for a ride, okay? They're taking a portion of their they're taking a fee out from our portion, just like they took a, a portion and a fee from the customer, and they took a portion and a fee from the restaurant for processing the order. Ours is much much larger than any of the other ones because let's say we should be getting the market says we should get $12 for that order and they pay us $225 and then we get a $20 tip on top of it. The tip should not factor into how we're priced into that. But what DoorDash does is they say, well, there's a $20 tip and we'll see if this driver will agree to $225 base pay and we're offering $22.50 and then they take the difference. So now they're pocketing $9.50 per order off of every single dasher because they're not an employer. They're a platform. They're no different than if you're, say, if you're in the lending business, you're going to have certain platforms that will provide you with leads. They don't get paid until the lead is turned into a loan. And then, they, but the difference is, is when they work out their agreement with that lending company, they get a, it's all laid out in clear terms. You're getting 15 tipping, $5. In the United States of America for, as for the entirety of the history of America has been based on a customer's perception of what they want to give. Do I want to give a dollar or three or five or eight or $15? It's the customer okay. giving the service provider person, whether it's a nail technician, a, a Domino's driver, uh, a guy cutting your, your pets, uh, your dog's hair, whatever. T- it's a tip from a consumer to a service provider, how in the hell would a company or the government ever regulate that to change it to go up? They don't need to. They, the only thing they need to regulate in this whole p- process is when you look at an order and you realize DoorDash gets anywhere from 15 to 40 percent from the from the merchant. They're collecting a, a fee or a, a, a certain regardless of whether they're a, a, on a dash pass or not. They're collecting a, a service fee. Plus, they get their dash pass money. The money's coming from all of those, you know, places. The, the tip is not that. That's not where the anything. That, that's the, the, the tip is not part of that. Driver. It's a the, the, yeah, but the, yeah, but a, the, a delivery driver, a delivery driver, their pay is not a. So the tip again, just like you said, that is something that their the pay is worked out for the delivery. Normally, traditionally, it would be worked out from you to you'd be at the restaurant working for the restaurateur who would be giving you something for your, for you'd be working it out however you do, whether you're paid an hour, you know, an hourly rate, expenses, gas, whatever it is, just like Domino's does. And then they go to their customer and the customer gives a tip. The difference is in this instance is DoorDash is keeping the money that was intended for the driver. And they're doing it because they're they're not having to, 
We're not doing Yes, that. they are. They no, absolutely they're are. They're moving the money no, around. They, yes, I've they never, are. Yes, they are. No, they're they not. absolutely I've 100% are. Face to face, I have thanks customers. I'm not talking about keeping tip money. What are you talking about? You would not, you're not seeing the money that they're keeping. The money that's being kept is behind the scenes. I'm asking Karen, thank you for the $10 tip. Or yes, I'm not saying they're keeping. They're, they're not keeping tips. I always tip my drivers ten dollars. They're not keeping. Tip what are you? $10, I'm, I, I'm not saying they're keeping the tips. They are not keeping. Up. They are not keeping tips. That's not what I'm saying. Where they're keeping the money is because the tip should be a separate entity to your pay. So but what DoorDash has achieved is you so see cash, tip and base pay driver, as one and the same. No, what they're doing, the way they're keeping the pay is because they're not having to show you, and they're not having. To keep to their own base pay calculations, there's not that they don't have a formula for base pay. Grubhub has a formula for their base pay. They used to show it. Now it's kind of all merged together. It's two dollars or two fifty. No, mind. but they also have mileage and time. They used to they have it all laid out, and you would see it. Doesn't get picked up. But the bottom line is, is that the the place where they're playing with the money is they're not being consistent. With the base pay. In other words, mm-hmm. if you have a twelve mile order, you have a twelve mile order with a ten minute with a ten minute wait time. The base pay should be the same every time that happens, flat uh, out across you. the board. I think it should, think it should be by across the board, and that should be that. And then you should get your tip on top of that. And the tip, right. that's how it should be. But it's and not. And what DoorDash right. is doing is they're taking advantage of that. They're paying you two twenty five, right. and they're taking the rest of that. That's how they're taking it. They're not taking tip money. Customer tip me fifteen dollars. I'm getting fifteen dollars plus two fifty base on that order. I do it all day long, and I know I'm okay. tipping customers. But, but this is the problem you don't realize. This is the problem. I say, hey, thanks Illegal. for being a tipper. They're like, hey man, you're out there grinding, doing your shit. I'm like, did you tip me fifteen bucks? That's amazing. They're like, yeah, man. I, I get a verbal confirmation from the customer that they're tipping the amount they're tipping. It's not. A I'm not suggesting. Correct. I'm not saying that the DoorDash isn't stealing tips from that from the from that are being put into the system. They're taking the base pay, but they're not taking tips. They're passing the tips on. Yes, but what they're doing is they're not paying out proper base pay for the orders. At, again, as it should be, it should be consistent across the board. Percent of my orders. What do you mean? They're not taking any base pay. With okay, me. I can tell you right now. Yes, I have done. I can show you base pays of two dollars and fifty cents and three dollars and fifty cents for ten plus a mile, where you're supposed to be getting more. And then I can show you other ten, twelve, fifteen mile ones that are paying me six, seven, eight, nine, and ten dollars. The question is, Dad, Dash, it's because nobody picked that order up. But that's not again. But that's not that's not the way. There's where they're taking and moving the money around. That order should be priced the same way. The moment it comes into the system and they calculate that it's nine miles, it's and then of course the wait time would have to be calculated in real time. But the nine miles, whether it's dasher A or dasher B, those nine miles should be paid the same to every single time. Maybe, but if an order is not no, not maybe. Up, that's how it. That's how it's supposed up, to be. That's what DoorDash says in there. That's what DoorDash. DoorDash refers in their terms of service to their payment to their payment structure, which they do not follow, and that is an issue, and that is a big issue. To show favoritism towards dashers. Correct, and they do that. Report program is a violation of their own terms of service. All right, let me uh can I can I take the show Jesus back for Christ. a minute? 
Back. Pedro, just back me up. DoorDash will raise a base pay if an order's sitting and sitting and sitting and nobody's picking up that Taco Bell order. DoorDash will raise the base pay. I took an order the other day. The base pay on it was $9. I'm not the saying bag. they don't do that. Yes, but that's the bag, was, the bag was cold. I looked at the time on the ticket. It had been sitting there for an hour and a half. The tip on it was a dollar. I didn't sniff that out. But the base pay was nine dollars because it had been sitting there for two hours. So, okay, in your point, there's three prongs to what DoorDash says base pay is going to be paid. That they're going to pay you for your time. No, no, no. There's three pieces that go into the DoorDash says there's three pieces that go into figuring out base pay: time, miles. And desirability. The problem is if we can't see the breakdown, we should be entitled to see when that order is paid out. What was the time? What was the miles? And what was and then whatever their desirability? We don't see that. We and they don't show that to us, and that's a problem. And the issue what you're talking about is the desirability. But the, but there's two other pieces that are supposed to figure in. And if you're going to tell me that you have a two dollar and fifty cent order that uh, is paid out for going uh, eleven miles, but but it has a twenty five dollar tip on it. And you're going to say, okay, we paid you out for that. And then you're going to have another order over here that's paid $6. There's, they didn't compensate for the miles on that. What, what are they paying by mile? We have a right, but my point is we have a right as, as the business working for that contract and agreed in that contract to understand what is our miles that we're being paid per order. What is our time? What are we being compensated per time? And it should be consistent across the board. The and that is the issue. Are not in any terms of service that we. It, it is. It's in the pay. Go go look up right now on the website, it's and you not will see miles per order. It is there. It is so. It is no, in there. It is. There's yes, it is because it refers payment. back. All right, it refers on, you back to the pay. pay agreement. There's not hold a miles on. agreement or a time agreement. It absolutely. You're incorrect. It refers you back to their pay, and it tells you they can change that at any time with notice without having to change terms of service. Hold on. Hold on. I'm gonna, I got to mute people for a second. Listen, I love the fiery talk. I like it, but we can't on this channel talk over each other so much. But listen, I said in the beginning of the show, I told you I was in a good mood, right? Right? This is, you know, it's good, but we're talking about base pay. We're talking about this, we're talking about that. It's not, listen, Judge Dre has an opinion, Matrix, Dad Dash, we got... No giggity, no clout. We got Edward Lee. He's out in Cali. We got a gig mom and we got Mr. Bet on you. We all have different ways of working these apps, guys. We all have different opinions. These things are good, right? But I think this is my opinion. And I've said this in, in, in thousands of videos. I have like a, like 2.2 million videos on YouTube. It's stupid. I'm, I'm, you know, I make a video every day, right? DoorDash knows that regardless of what they do, we're still going to go out the next day, turn on the app. Right, my whole channel. I don't know about is, that. Oh no, they know that. No, they know. Most they they absolutely know that. Because yeah. everything some people have been, to. Some people have to. Some well, yeah. Because yeah, okay, yeah. think about this. The the average person that goes out to do DoorDash, guys, they're mm-hmm. doing it out of necessity, or they're doing mm-hmm. it because they they want to like extra side money. We're not doing this because we love to do DoorDash. Like nobody goes right. to the. Nobody oh, we're wants doing it because it's so much fun. Yeah, nobody fun. wants to deliver McDonald's, guys. Come on, let's not care. Okay, <laughs> well, I have no problem well, well, doing well, it. I don't, I don't, but, I ain't gonna lie. In the beginning, I loved it. I'm not even gonna lie. I loved it. No, 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 no. Nobody, I loved nobody it. loves doing it. No, no, no. I, no, no I, I'm I not gonna, no, no, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm 
totally, I, I, I will totally lie. I'm not even going to totally lie. Remember, I work on housing for a living, and I love it. Making over $30 plus an hour, loved it. I actually loved the DoorDash in the beginning because when when there was no diamond reward program, so there was no, basically, if you got the order, you got it. It was just luck. If you push the button, and say, you got it. That's what it was. Once they started to, to stuff, that's what it is. And then that's when it came from. You're showing the favoritism. You're not going to give, so now you're going to fuck certain dashes and that. You can't do that. And that's the problem. That's a, that's a violation of their terms of services. And I said, once they went to that or that, because I'm not going to lie. Then you, the customers had a fighting chance, and I totally agree. Like, if there was no diamond reward programs and all the orders just came randomly like they were doing eight months ago, I would have no fucking leg to stand on. They would be able to shut me up. I would not, that would, they would, I wouldn't be able to say nothing. I would have no leg to stand on. But once you manipulate people and then you put people behind the eight ball because they didn't take a bad order or you give people special treatment because they did get fucked. I mean, <laughs> then you're sitting there and you're playing with a slippery slope and you don't realize that anybody in law will tell you that this company it's just open up the door for lawsuits galore. Anybody that's a good lawyer, you should be trying in every city to sue this company because they are violating the terms themselves and they're manipulating people. Trust me, the, in a court of public opinion, they will lose all the time. They haven't violated any terms. You're cutting out. He cut out, Matrix. Major terms of service agreement. That you signed, they haven't violated one bit of it, and you won't reread. So it. you can't show favoritism towards the dancer. Every but hold on, let me say this: I do Instacart too, right, guys? I've been back doing Instacart. Instacart has a tier program. They have gold, diamond, platinum. The more that you take, the better orders you get. Like we have to stop thinking DoorDash is the only one. Uber did this. If if you didn't accept things, they wouldn't show you the full information. They test certain things out. Like we act mm-hmm. like DoorDash is, is the only one that is doing these things. Uber has, you know what I'm saying? Like the only reason why we're talking about DoorDash, Pedro, is because unfortunately your show your channel is talking about. Now if you said talk about what oh, Uber sure. did bad, we'd be talking about Uber now. Sure. No, but I mean, what, yeah, no, no, no. What I'm saying I mean, is what? I, I, we can't just put like it's it's all of them. Right, you're a DoorDash show, right? so that's what we're talking about. DoorDash. It's not that we yeah, just pick it on them. Right, When we yeah. talk, when you do the Uber show, we'll talk about them. Well, I do. This well, is absolutely. I, I think it applies to every single app. Absolutely, right. it applies to all of them. Look, look. This is a reason. No offense. No offense, Pedro. And in the lawsuits, and even they see it everywhere. It's the reason why the economy and with the law, with the banks and all the banks have been failing. Is ACC because un. Unfortunately, what has really happened is that corporate greed has monopolized and destroyed everything. It's the reason why the banks were failing. Because why? Because instead of them reinvesting the money in the corporate and doing anything else, what were they doing? They're buying back their own fucking stock. You already realize that companies so sell answer? stock. Why should would you be we, buying your we, shit back? What do we? I mean, like really? Corporate greed. The reason so what do we why do? there's a shortage of stuff. Greed. It's not that. It's greed. So should we be socialists? No, I'm just saying. But no, I'm asking the question. Listen, no, no, no. I'm asking the question. Is that is that what we should do? Mm. Slippery slope. No. I mean, we just need to we just need to demand 
or, or not or work for what we believe is a, is a, it, when we find a valuable order from whatever app it is, we go to work. If we don't have value, we don't work. It's that simple. And if you're not making money, you go out of business. And right. again, that's it. I mean, it's, 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 if you're going, this is a choice every Dasher makes to be part of this or Dasher or Grubhub or whatever you want to call it. So, you know, that's, that's why it's tough to get sympathy from the outside world when we complain about different things because we're choosing to be here. So, you know, we can try to, what we need to do is just have our talking points ready, know what we need to do. If we have an opportunity to talk to someone important and explain what we do, how we do, or what needs to be done, make sure we're talking about the right things. And in the meantime, money can be made. Uh, I mean, I make money every day in my market and it's extremely saturated market. It's a slow market and I have to use a lot of apps to do it. And I'll continue adding different apps. I'll continue. I move markets. I have about four different markets Mm -hmm. I move around to in my vicinity that I'll move around to. Um, If one's not working, I'll go over to the other one and see what Mm -hmm. happens. And you'll find a way to make the money you need, but you've got to understand how to how to figure out you got to know what you need first mm-hmm. and then secondly definitely be willing to ask for it if you don't ask for it you don't get it and that's one of the things yeah. i think it's kind of a contradictory i see a lot of dashers out here it's like i don't want to afford it. i don't want to get paid crappy but i accept crappy orders right well that and sounds like a too. you problem that's not a doordash problem that's a you problem mm-hmm. for taking the crappy orders. now if we all yeah. sat there and doordash never raised the orders or we never found orders that were worth our value well, then we would probably have a real issue there, but I don't think we, we, we give it enough time. And I, and, and again, a lot of people speak on feelings. How many dashers out there are keeping track of their orders? How many know how many, how many are keeping track of their, of their stats and their financials? Can you tell what your, do you know what your average order for the day was? Do you know what your average accepted order was for today? Do you know how many orders you did for the month? Do you know what your average miles to money is? Do you know what your, your your gas mileage ratio is? Do you know what your average what is your average cost per gallon when you're out working? What is your real cash flow on each order that you do? Can you see that in real time? Do you know? Are you looking at that? And most dashers, most people doing this are not doing 90, that. Ninety nine point nine percent of dashers do not do that. Do not. And it's like, like I, I totally I totally agree with that. They do not like that. Like I feel. But that's what you should who be. Don't have skills to do this. Like, but that's dude, I, that, I work on houses. You know, and that's the issue. dollars today on houses. I feel sorry for the people that don't have nothing else to do. And that's yeah, the Dad, issue at hand. If you don't Dad know that Dash, information, you're, you're not doing well. Dad Dash, you're, Dad Dash, you're not wrong. But we mm-hmm. once again, four hours a week is what most people do. My girlfriend Madison went out. I'm like the third time I'm mentioning her. She doesn't mm-hmm. need to know down to the penny her profits today because she just right. gave the app three hours, and that's it. And she needed to make 70 bucks and she did. Well, she, she doesn't care about anything else. Except for the fact that she should know to a degree because if she makes 70 bucks, how much did she actually make? Can she answer that question? Not really. Not really. And this is why, because Mm -hmm. she's going to be doing it for such a little amount of time that the, that the, that the, the, the incremental amount of a 50 cent difference, if she was 50 cents more profitable, doesn't really matter because she's looking at just a total amount of money in three hours and she's going to do it for eight weeks. So it's not, you know, that $5 difference doesn't matter to her like it does to you. And she is the norm, not you. And that's the issue is we're fighting, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to come up with solutions that only work for 3% of the DoorDash drivers, you know, and that's never going to work. And DoorDash knows that 
they are they're making an app for 97 percent of drivers and it's working for 97 percent of drivers because they're working the gig apps for a month or two no i think well i I, I don't know because if it wasn't because if it wasn't people wouldn't keep signing up and doing it and telling a friend Mm -hmm. most people that talk about doordash guys are not talking about it like we are they're going to talk about how madison madison's talking about it hey i needed to make $400 $400 and I turned the app on it was great you should try it out mm-hmm. that is normal but, that's normal Pedro, not us but Pedro, not us it, you, 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 are, you are actually making a difference I hate to you know, say it like this you may not realize a lot of times the DoorDashers didn't even have a place to go if it wasn't mm-hmm. for you Pedro you are doing more to help those people who are getting screwed than anything even though you might sit here and you say well damn judge really goes back at you but no, for I me that. to sit up I, here and say I, that pedro no, does not that. make a difference and, you know, I know I, 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 right right pedro you are making a difference right there but see what these apps should be doing is providing the resources for their people to be able to calculate these type of, in other words, to keep track of these things. Uh, and, and instead of saying, well, putting it in small print, you're a business, you need to operate like a business, and it's not our responsibility right. for your taxes or this or that. When, we, when we're looking at, all right, if you want to operate like this, then with, these, with this class of people that are not understanding what they're getting into, then you should, it should be required that you provide them with those resources. You provide them with the ability to see what they're actually making, what they need. And that should be the requirement of operating. Because I think if a lot of people got it, if a lot of people saw what their bottom line was, they come out and make, you know, $25 and drive 20 miles or make, make, you know, seven, eight hundred, nine hundred. The government? What's that? No, the, 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 make that requirement. The app should be required to well, provide resources and invest not, money in resources. You are not employed by the app. You are an independent contractor. Correct. But the apps are making with an app. They don't correct. But the app should the app should should provide resources to the individual dash. They would be an employer. They're not. No, they would not. No, I'm not talking about resources like benefits and things of that nature. I'm talking about provide. Uh, the means for tracking and give them and give them instructions. Look, when you come in and you start training, there should be a, just like if you go on Grubhub, there's like 25 different videos that they have on there of, of educational things regarding how to do Grubhub and how to do these things and how to do this and that and the other. There should be watch them or not. Correct. It's voluntary. It's not required, but they should be, but they should be required to have it on their site, accessible dashers, and it should be made aware when a dasher comes onto the platform. This is here. Go through it. Look through it. It's available. If you so need you something, start, you start your own construction uh, construction Bye. business tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Do you think some mm-hmm. entity should require you to learn how to uh, put nails into wood? Actually, if you start your own construction form, you're going to have to go get licensed through the state, and you're going to have to get certain licensing to do it. DoorDash doesn't require one iota of licensing for a dasher to operate, and I'm that's sorry, no. that. So that I mean, you, you can't make that no, comparison. Hold on, let's you don't, let you don't need a license at all to run, to own a construction company in the state of if Ohio. I run okay. one. I'm okay. LLC'd under my own name, my own social security number, and and you want to know who taught me how to do the things that I know how to do? My dad. And that was a choice. I don't have to run this construction company whether I know how to do it or not. 
Same thing with DoorDash. It's not, DoorDash is not required to do shit. If I go to a customer and they call me up and they say, hey, I want my entire house painted on the inside of my home, and I show up there, it's not her job or their job to tell me what supplies I need, where to buy them from, uh, what type of roller should be used, how to patch the walls, how to trim in freehand or, or not. How to, it's not her job. That's my job. If I want to run a company, then I need to know how to run a company. The subcontractors that you contract, electric, plumbing, drywall, they all have to be licensed. Yeah. Yeah. That, right. Correct. correct. So, you, correct. That's what I'm saying. I don't know what the look, you, you can't. They all have to be licensed. I don't know what you're saying. You can't. You cannot operate those. You like. You can't compare the. You can't. It's. You can't compare the two because the no, the, the point is a dasher comes in and. But and the electrician doesn't teach. I don't teach the electrician how to run his wire. No, but he has a license. He's already been taught. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I'll, I'll say this: a lot of. Oh, hold on, guys. A lot of people do work in homes, and they have they don't have licenses. You guys know that, right? Yeah. Oh no, like that, that's that just happens. Side gigs. Pedro, that's side gigs. No, no, I understand that, but a lot of a lot of people actually have work on their homes done by those people. Like that's very common. Oh, but you're taking your own chances with that. No, if sure, sure, but that's very common. Angels, I'm taking yeah. my chances. No, but that's very mm-hmm. common. Like that happens on thumb places like Thumbtack, which is a resource for people. You don't have to be vetted necessarily on all list. these. You yeah, know. you can. That's you what can, I'm saying. Yeah, you can take your, but you're at your own discretion there. Oh, sure, sure. But a lot of Americans use those services, like a lot. Sure, sure, sure. Very, very, very common, especially nowadays where people are trying to save money. Like, hey, this guy's licensed, yeah, and he's going to cost me three times more. That's probably the smart move. But a lot of handymen, like local handymen, like that's a big game yeah, craigslist all these apps you can go underbelly non yeah yeah, uh, yeah but that, i mean you know i mean jesus christ do you want a non-licensed guy to do the electric in your new home no but no. but a lot of people do and it depends on For what real? it is if I, if I have somebody if i have somebody building a deck in st louis like you might not use a licensed guy to do that the just home like that, your uh your uncle's uh cousin's friend well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. Like that. That's very common. Man, but, like, oh, yeah. man. Yeah, I get you. But you take on you take on a ton of risk. you take a risk. No, for sure. Absolutely. But it happens well, but the day. but the point is, is that DoorDash as a as a platform is operating at a different. They're, they're not they're they're out different in the level. public yeah. sphere. They're at a different level. So as a result, when they bring when, when they are having their association with dashers and bringing them in and calling them businesses. And then the issue at hand is, is they don't, they don't act. They don't treat the dashers like they're a business, but they claim to be a business. And that's where the transparency part has to come in and clear it up so that, so that they can say, all right, listen, we, we are what we are. Quit trying to act like you're an employer when you're not. You make it clear that you're not, but you come in with these programs, incentive programs, you act, you use language, you encourage, you you try to influence acceptance of orders. That should not be what DoorDash is doing because DoorDash has made it clear they're simply a platform that should be trying to sell us a service. They should be their, – their sales pitch should not be intimidation to get us to accept orders at the lowest possible. It should be, look how good our platform is. Look what we provide you. Look what we do for you. Look how we help your business run. And here's – and we're getting you the best orders. We're getting you better orders than what Grubhub gets you. But instead of them having to do that, 
they they create the situation where they intimidate or try it's a race for the bottom because they don't have to act like they are what they say they are in their you can't, you can't own terms of service better orders than grubhub because a large majority 80 percent of the quote unquote order is the customer tip which cannot be regulated by any platform but uh, that's because of how low that but that's because of how low the base pay because they're allowed to do that Here's let me take that back. Actually, my platform for the last three goddamn months on this channel is if DoorDash were to just switch the suggested tip from three fifty to like five fifty, eighty five percent of the customers wouldn't even notice it. They would just hit checkout, click, deliver, deliver, pay. They would just click a button, and at the very bottom, DoorDash, Uber, Grubhub could very sneakily say, "Hey." We've put a suggested tip to your customized driver, and it could be five fifty, six fifty. They could change that, and it's my belief that DoorDash would get almost every single one of their orders delivered if they just simply filled in. And now the customer could rightfully go in and back out the tip, but if DoorDash just filled in like a little bit of a higher amount, I don't know if you guys know. In my market, if you order on DoorDash. As a customer, if I'm a customer, DoorDash suggests to me on like a regular Taco Bell $20 order that I should tip the driver $350. It autofills that in the bottom. If DoorDash just fucking changed that autofill to $450 or $550, it would change the entire game. And they don't, Tony doesn't understand that. If somebody could get to him and say, just tweak this part of the algorithm, I guarantee you, a majority of your customers will never know the difference. But hold up, Matrix. They don't need to because right yep. now, right now, they're having more orders delivered at a higher satisfactory than ever before. So they don't need to do that. Correct. And they don't. And, and, and the issue is they want people to continue to order <clears throat> and feel like they got better value as a consumer base. So, yeah, while most people, I think 85% is probably pretty accurate, would just say, yeah, I don't care. Three fifty-five bucks. I'm, I still want my food. There are still 15% of people that would be like, nah, that, that's too much. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to back out and not order. Or I'll check out Uber Eats or maybe I'll check out Grubhub. So, like, Pedro, I still show up to restaurants every single day and I look at a bag on the counter and it's been sitting there for two hours. I feel the bag. It's ice cold. Oh, yeah, I sure. I know I get it, but that's not, that's not normal. That's not that, uh, the average it, it, order is not sitting there for two hours. That's that. That's very extreme. Uh, no case. tip. No tip orders are in my market. I see them sitting up in there. yours. In, in yours, maybe, but I don't orders. think that that's. I don't think that's normal in most, especially with the diamond program. Well, you don't think if, if DoorDash orders, you know? just filled in that tip or even filled in the base to just that they would get every single if they, if they followed their three Ds: desirability, distance, and. Uh, the the Just third D is basically on time or or, or how long it's going to take them. They followed it. They call it their three Ds. I can't remember what the D is. It deals with time, but desirability, distance. But if they followed that and priced the order correctly, they could make up the fifty cents by just simply charging it to the customer and then passing maybe, it on to the driver like they're maybe, supposed to. I th- yeah, I think if they, why if couldn't they we just do that? Like why could but but DoorDash instead would take you know again would say well all right we're gonna by making it more tip based in other words by trying to get driver compensation be 80 percent tip 
it puts the driver's pay into that variability factor, whereas it should just be set and figured in. And DoorDash should just say, okay, well, your house is X amount of time away. Here it is. But DoorDash is already doing that in a sense. But what they're doing is they're keeping the money and they're trying to drive it down. And and they look at it as, well, they're trying to have as much money that they can keep in the fee side as they can. And they're not worried about the tips. But but the DoorDash already has a default tip. Right, but they don't want that money. 90% of the customers skip right by that. They don't even know that they're tipping 350. In my market, the default tip is 350. If DoorDash just simply went into that algorithm and changed it to even four, they won't. They won't though. They don't. They don't need to. But but they. But but Pedro, 85% of the customers would never notice. They'd never maybe, dispute they their visa bill. They would never notice, but drivers would be. You know how more apt I am, Pedro, to delivering a six fifty order than I am a five fifty order. Even if yeah, it's but a that's, mile. You, that's you. That's you. DoorDash knows once again. Most people work four hours a week. That's it, right? We're you know we're we're battling against one another as full timers and what we would do, but like most drivers don't care about that, and that's the issue. And that's you know. Um, I do want to say this. I want to give no giggity, no clout. I want to go to Edward Lee and Gig Mom. I want to give some final thoughts here. Um, we A lot's been unpacked in this live. There's been a, some good back and forth. A lot's happened. Good opinions. Um, I want to go start with no giggity, no clout first. Give me, give me, I don't want you to write it down and put it up on the screen like you did the last couple times. Give me some actual words. Go ahead. I don't think me or DoorDash got uh, enough time. This is bullshit. <laughs> you guys, yeah, you guys did not get enough time. I need to hear from you. No giggity, no clout. Go ahead. You go. I'm just here so I don't get fined. No, I just said I'm just here so I don't get fined. But uh, <laughs> Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> but no, uh, I mean everybody had some good points. I think it was a really good live. So, like yeah. I said, I, I was here to just I'm I'm here every week to just learn. So. I'm growing. Okay, so so because you said that and you said that twice now, yeah. give me one thing that you learned today. I used to I used to tell my oldest daughter this. What'd you learn in school today? Give me one thing you learned today. What'd you learn today? Well, there's a lot of rambling on. It's a lot to take in, and everybody in the chat said the same thing. It wasn't just me. But no, the thing is that when we started off the conversation, we started out with Prop 22 with we Edward did. and everything else, and then we went clear mm-hmm. to a whole another you know whole another mm-hmm. dimension of the conversation. Mm-hmm. So. So you learn that you can come to Pedro Dora Santiago and you're going to start with one thing and end with another. Of course. I love that. Great. I appreciate right. the honesty. I mean, it's, like I said, it's, <laughs> it's not only are you here to, you know, to get knowledge, but you're here to get entertainment as well. Just Listen, I try, this is, this is a, a catch all for all many, for different things. Right. So if you want just information, go to your driver, Mike, he could talk to you and, 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 and now. Yeah, he's going to, he's going to, yeah, he's just going to add straight, he's going to straight get you information, zero entertainment value. If you want a little bit of everything, you just come here. So it's good. Edward Lee, you go next. All right. So I, I, I do believe that we are in a hybrid model of W2 and independent contractors. And if we were true independent contractors, we could all agree that full transparency would it be either that's that's we need that right we need that no more hiding tips i agree i agree yeah yeah there's 
and I and honestly, and, I, and um, not to poke not to poke anything into your uh, your argument about Madison working four hours a week. Mm-hmm. I think that's completely irrelevant. If you work forty four hours a day a week or eighty hours a week, that maybe some of us do. It doesn't matter to me. We're all get we we should all have some kind of safety net. We should all have some kind of guaranteed minimum because we are using our cars, mm-hmm. our time, our gas, and we are worth more than two, three dollar orders. And people will take them, you know, being ignorant or not. People will take them, and I, I have empathy because I was in California before Prop Twenty Two, and I shit you not, I. Doing Lyft and Uber in LA, doing LAX runs, making, seeing the queue for 30 minutes, going through the queue, going through the LAX airport for 40 minutes, and then to find out that I'm taking a, a passenger two miles for six mm. bucks and I wasted an hour of my time. No, no, that, that's not, that's not that's cool crazy. at all, man. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. We no. do all have a guaranteed minimum. Uh, it's the offer that DoorDash sends us. That's the guaranteed minimum every single time. You know what, Matrix? Maybe you're right. Maybe you're not right. But the fact that well, I have to, that I have had to. Hold on, hold on. Let Edward, let Edward, let Edward finish. Go ahead. Go ahead. For all those people, all those Lyft drivers and Uber drivers who do airport runs that I used to do a lot in LAX, I I don't know how you do it, and I God bless you. I, but to go through LAX or some kind of similar airport, maybe in Chicago or New York. And figure and find out that you wasted an hour of your fucking time to make seven dollars. That's not that's not right, man. That's fucking elite. That that should be that's modern day slavery, in my opinion. Well, I'm not and that's right why. To say that, but. And I think that that's why you guys have what you have, right? Right. One hundred percent agree, Pedro. One hundred percent agree, man. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, sometimes. Okay, look, Pedro. For me personally, in California, I know we get the Prop Twenty Two. I. Do not take three to four dollar orders to most o'clock. Mm-hmm. I took an order the other day. The offer showed seven dollars for five miles. In my market, DoorDash will show you a dollar per mile as the base, hundred percent. I twelve miles, twelve dollars. That's no tip. Mm-hmm. When I delivered that fucking Chipotle order for seven dollars for five miles, man, my my blood was boiling, Pedro. I'm with you, man. I can't take no tip orders. I do not touch those. I don't care if I'm guaranteed. I'm not milking that part 22 money. It's not worth my time. I stress. Can you milk the clock with prop 22? Oh my bit. God, dude. Okay. Yeah. Maybe, big time. I'm, I'm, asking, I'm serious. I didn't ever, I never thought of that. You can. Matrix. Check us out, bro. I took a double Uber and uh, Uber Eats and DoorDash, right? Guess what? At the same time, guess what the minimum is now? It's forty dollars an hour. At the end of the week, your hourly rate is is twenty dollars an hour for the orders. So if you take two orders at a restaurant, man, if Bud Soto was here, man, he would make a killing in California because if you can stack, if you can if you can stack three orders, DoorDash and Uber, you're making sixty dollars an hour for that time. Yeah, it's not going to take the three hour or the one hour to make sixty dollars. But that time, if if all three orders take thirty minutes to complete and like you know like by, by the minute, that's what thirty bucks for that thirty minutes. You can make yeah. some really good money in, in a market with uh, lots of orders. But 
I, I, I'm choosy. I, I, I do mostly Spark now. DoorDash is kind of like my filler app. If, I, if I'm doing a shopping delivery at Spark and, and a DoorDash pops up in the same direction, I'll take that. But I'm not taking those three to find out, find out orders on, on no tip orders. Wow. Ed- Edward, it's like, I never thought about that, uh, that dashers or gig workers could milk the Prop 22 clock. That's okay, crazy. Matrix, go on Reddit. No, Matrix, go, go on Reddit, bro. There's people like on in California who will sit in a parking lot and not even not even enter the restaurant for 10 to 15 minutes after they arrived because yeah. at 10 to 15 minutes, that's five bucks. 15 minutes of waiting is five bucks. 10 minutes is $3. It, you just do the math on $20 an hour. That's the rate. So yeah, you can, wow. you can milk a three, a three, a $3 order taking 30 minutes. That's 10 bucks. That's crazy. That's and that's how, that's, that's why people, that's why people in California and Peter, you said that you went to LA Mm-hmm. That's why people take all the orders. Is they're in LA, man. They can stay in traffic for thirty minutes on the five or the yeah. four or five. Yeah. Well, so, the one the one order I did, we were in downtown LA. I picked up from a Papa John's, like, and yeah, like we, it took us forever. That's why I got the extra like nine bucks or something. Like it was crazy, you right? You did one order in California. You took one. a trip. You did one order. One. And you got an email from the state of California yes. that said they were paying you, you know, whatever based on the, the prorated or what, mm-hmm. whatever decision they had made, right? Yep. I got the I got the adjustment. So basically I got paid on that Tuesday and then like I got like I got the regular money which I saw, but then I got the adjustment based on the time that I was active because it took me a little time. I had to go in the elevator, blah, blah, all this stuff, right? Traffic. And then I also got the email like what a couple days ago telling me the new mileage update because and that's the nuts, algorithm dude. saw that I did one order in downtown LA, only one. That's it. And you mentioned you're you're not a citizen of California. No, I'm so not a resident. Any Tom, nothing. Dick, or Harry just cruise on into California, scoop up the Prop 22 from France. Well, no, it happens. Yeah, there are people that live in Las Vegas that go to California. Yeah, Richard kind of goes in and out of there. Yep, like, yep. He posts videos and, on there. Yep. So you don't even have to be what's funny. And this is a whole just nother cruising it out. You could just if you live close to Cali, why wouldn't you go to Cali and work? Right. You don't even have to be somebody that would be able to vote on Prop 22 and you could take advantage of Prop 22. How crazy is that? That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. No, 100 percent. Um, um, yes. And l- l- last point here, I just want to say that. Um, oh, guys, lost the train of thought. But um. Jesus, I'm sorry, guys. My bad. I lost train of thought. But um, oh, you're you're okay, man. You're good. Yeah, dude. I it's, it's been a pleasure, man. Um, you know, a, a federal minimum will be awesome. I mean, if and I guess my my last thought is, it if this business model isn't, um, you know, l- lucrative for the business. I mean, it, it could be a dime business, you guys. It could be a dime business. Um. More more states are passing legislation about like Minnesota, right, with Lyft and Uber drivers. Mm-hmm. Washington, New York, California. I mean, it can go to Phoenix. All these big cities, Austin. I mean, and, and you know, Lyft. What well, Lyft pulled out of? I think Uber and Lyft pulled out of Austin, right? Um, I'm, and I'm you know what? Sure. Yeah, I think I think they did, right? But anyways, I I, I do believe as a as a Californian, as a Prop Twenty Two guy, um, it it, it it's 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 only right that we all kind of feel this benefit and this protection. So that's all my thoughts. Hey, Edward, you look like you're inside of an Amazon box. Are you in fact <laughs> free and clear? Are you okay? He's good. Oh yeah, we're good, man. Oh, I just my yeah. car in my house. Oh, I just he saw a window. Car. The whole time it looked like you're inside of a brown box. <laughs> oh, 
I want to say I want to say this, Edward. Appreciate you, man, for being Edward in here Marcus and is. being patient. I appreciate you for sharing your perspective in the state that we were talking about tonight and what just happened. And I appreciate that, man. Um, I want to get to Matrix. Go ahead, man. You got you got thirty seconds. Give me your elevator pitch. Okay. We're leaving the elevator. Give me your final thoughts of tonight. Um, man, we talked about so much with the conspiracy theories and, you know, DoorDash is doing this and these guys are doing this. And then we bring back Uber's also doing this, Instacart's all, it's all the same. And Judge Dre is on here, you know, with the conspiracy theories. It, it just, I have a hard time with that. Edward came on and no giggity came on and just sat and listened. Me and Dad Dash just beat the hell out of each other verbally. Uh, <laughs> volume got a little bit high. I don't mean to do that. Uh, uh, Pedro has a good show, and sometimes I, I I could hear myself elevating my volume. I apologize to the audience. That was no nah, man. Listen, don't don't apologize. I think you know when we have people talking and whatever. Listen, we're all men here, women here. We're adults. Like it's it's okay. It's fine, yeah, no, right? No, like I, it's, lo- I it's love good. I love the it's discussion good. we have here. Yeah, it's, it was a good, good. talk. Good talk. Yeah, it was entertaining. I think. Uh, Ab- no, absolutely. And I think I think we all make we're we're all we all want the same thing. Okay. Before I get to Dad Dash, we all want the same thing. We want to go out, turn an app on, and be able to make good money, good value, as Dad Dash would say. We just want to make good money, and we don't want to feel like we're being taken advantage of. So to Edward Lee's point, it's like, hey, I like this. We should all have this, right? Like, we all just want to make an honest living for doing what we're doing, driving our automobiles, right? That's we all want the same thing. It's just how do we go about to get that thing? I think some of us have varying opinions on that. But at the end of the day, we all want to just be able to make a fair wage, whether it's through Prop 22 adjustments or not through Prop 20. Like we just want I think we have to remember that sometimes. That um, may be the title for your next video, Pedro. Ask your ask all your viewers, do you want Prop 22 in your state? If you're oh, a I, I think I think I think. I think most people, if they could have it, would want it. And I don't I see so. why not. I do. For the interim, I think it would help us right now. And most people that do this job, and a lot of us, we think in the moment, right? And I think that that's normal, right? right. But I think there could be some long-term benefits or long-term negatives. But those, those would only stand for the people that are going to do this forever. Oh, right? uh, the long-term so, effects would be uh, tax taxpayer negatives. I think in this in it, the state, it, it could be right. It could be. Um, Dad, Dad, final thoughts. Give me, give me your elevator pitches. We're exiting here. <laughs> uh, well, I guess my final thoughts. First off, like I said, I'm sorry that if I got excited as well, I tend to sometimes uh, raise my voice as well, but I'm not angry or anything like that. Um, just, however, my elevator pitch or what I would leave everybody with is this. If you don't like an order, don't take an order. If you don't want to be paid $4, don't get paid $4. Remember, you make the decision to hit the accept button. Um, And it's our job to uh, hold ourselves accountable for that. So, you know, go back and look at what you hit accept on. And if you didn't like it, figure out what you want to accept tomorrow that's better. Um, And and that's really all we can do. Um, And... One of everybody should want to hold DoorDash accountable and ask that DoorDash be held accountable for their three D's, which duration was what I was missing earlier, but duration, distance and desirability. And right now all they focus on is desirability and leave those other two out. But, 
you know, it starts with us and it starts with, uh, you know, us making better choices and making choices that benefit us and not DoorDash. And I'm not saying if somebody feels that the Diamond program or the Top Dasher program has value to them, fantastic. But if you're not getting value out of it or you're not seeing orders you like, then figure out the orders you need yep. and and hit accept for those and don't accept the ones you don't like. I mean, it's really that simple. Um, so that's what I would, you know. Let me, I yeah, want to get to uh, uh, Judge Dre and then we'll get to Gig Mom. Judge Dre, give me your 30 second elevator pitch. What are your thoughts on tonight? Oh, no. I said, well, I said, this, this. everybody knows I, I loud. I got 15, tw- I got 20 plus years in construction. I hate to say going deaf in one ear. So, didn't wear my hearing protection. Young and dumb. That's my fault. But what I'll say is this uh, <laughs> you have to realize that. The app will make you think that you're pressured into t- t- doing stuff or operating in a way that you think that they they want you to act. Because the problem the problem is it being that everybody wants to be a good dasher, everybody wants to live up to an expectation. Don't put yourself in any harm's way. Only take orders that will benefit you. Look into it as everything. Look, matter of fact, I, I, the best way to do pretend like you're your car. Don't pretend like it's you. You're your car. Pretend like your car has feelings. You're driving down the street, hitting all these these a pothole, getting all this bad gas. And what you giving your car only two dollars? Look at it. Like I like that. that. I get that. I, I like that. Pretend like you're I, your I, car. I mean, because yeah. this is what this is what this company is doing, and they don't realize. A lot of people don't know. They use you up and spit you out. Like I know a lot of people. The cars have just been beat to hell, and they said the worst thing they ever did was dashing. And this was before the Diamond Reward Program. It's even worse now. Because I feel sorry for the people. Don't risk your lies. Don't do anything. Don't do any questionable thing like this. Because unfortunately, there's another naive person that doesn't know anything. And he's waiting, thinking that this is a good deal. And they'll replace you because they do not care about you at all. You are nothing to them. All right, Gig Mom, you get the final <laughs> thought, Gig Mom. What are your thoughts uh, on tonight? Uh, ending elevator pitch. What do you got? Well, this was a, a lot to take in. Um, a lot. You're right. Guys, You're yeah, right. a whole lot. Um, give me one second. I'm going to actually pull over right now. Okay. So I can process my thoughts. Sorry, I was dropping off an order. Um, okay, so we started out with, you know, the government being involved and and this uh, what do you call it 22 um which i I gave my opinion on i I just don't think that it should be involved but and and i see your opinion your point pedro on how in the long term it could be a bad thing um maybe that's just my opinion i don't know you know i'm not an economist but it's just you know it's hard to say the more i was thinking about that the more i was thinking about that though i think that you you are right you know the thought process and as it was going on um DoorDash is always going to do, and Uber and Lyft and all of them, they're always going to do what's best for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, as is, is any, you know, W-2 job, the yeah. company looks out for the company. Um, I believe that, you know, if you're running a company, you keep your employees happy, you'll you'll have better pro- productivity and the, a better bottom line. Um, mm-hmm. But we're not employees. We're Max. expandable. And because we have such a, what's the word I'm looking for? Low, uh, you know, you don't need much skill 
the entry level to get in very, very easy. Right, right. You don't need a college education. You don't, you know, you can be a felon. You can be somebody sort of mm-hmm. drug addict. They don't, they don't do much to, you know, you need very little, um, a driver's license, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so we're very expandable. They can get rid of us and, and bring on somebody else in a heartbeat. And it's, it's not a big deal. But I think with anything that we do in our lives, we have to remember that to, to, to be humble. Nobody promised us anything in this world. We came into this world naked. We're going out of this world the same way. What we make is what we make for ourselves in the time that we're here. So just like the company's looking out for themselves, I think we need to look out for ourselves. Do what's best for you um, and yours. You know, if, if this is something that you're going to choose to do short time, long time, four hours a week, 40 hours a week, 80 hours a week, it doesn't matter. Do for you. Uh, you know, so many times I see people get so wrapped up in things that really aren't important. They're mm-hmm. not important. We need to remember that, um, you know, we're not promised tomorrow. Live in the moment. Pedro, I've, uh, one of the reasons I watched your show and became a member and 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 because of your attitude, your positive outlook on life, it's, I spent too much time being negative. I was raised by negative people, and that's just how I thought the world was supposed to be. It took me a long time to realize that you make your own happiness. So that's it's what a, we're here yeah. doing. I, I, it's a tough way to live when you when you think everything is bad. And it, things can be bad, but I, I refuse to do that. So, listen, I appreciate all of y'all. I, I thought this was a very spirited conversation. I like how organically we go from here, we go to there. No giggity, no clouds, just sitting there with his little signs. I love it. I think, I think it's, I think it's good. No, and I appreciate you guys giving me hours of your time on Sunday, and you're out working or you're chilling at home with the family. Very honored that you guys come on as panelists, and I appreciate you guys, and I look forward to the next conversation. You guys have a great rest of your night. Thank you very much. Hey, Joe, I just like to say thank you for everything because you have taught me everything in the past three years that I've needed to know to do and be where I'm at in this in this gig economy. Love it, so love I it. Like thank thank you very, very much. And everybody that comes on your show. So thank you, everybody. I appreciate all your help and knowledge. Peace. Awesome. Pedro, you're coming to call See you later. Yeah. Coming to call uh, you next week. Yeah, I'll be Col- Denver, Colorado, August fourth. Uh, uh, yeah, man, I got the website. I'm in Colorado Springs. I, I hope I, to make it up. Well, you know, you should make it up. I mean, I you should, got you I, got you got nine weeks, bro. You got to figure it out. I mean, come that's on. That's a skip, but I'm gonna try. I mean, listen, it's gonna be. Uh, listen, I have the website up. I, you know, go check it out. Check out my community post. Click the link. Look and see what we have already. And I have more. I'm gonna add. I got something. I'm gonna add this week that's going to fucking blow your y'all socks off. Trust me. So be on the lookout. Fireworks. It, fireworks. I'm telling you, it's going to be, it's listen, this is going to be good. And I'm very looking forward to it. So you guys have a good rest of the night. I'm going to wrap up the show here. Uh, thank you very much, Edward. No giggity, no clout, matrix, judge Dre. Always good to have you on. Um, good show. I mean, you know, that's what we do here. That's why I call it the best live show around. You're not, you know, I love, I love doing this. You guys make the show. It's absolutely amazing. I, I like that I got to sit back and not talk a lot tonight. Because y'all know me. I, I talk like a motherfucker. I, I like to talk. It is what it is, right? But I like that I was able to allow the panelists to to get their thoughts out. And I sat back a little bit. It was fantastic. I loved it. Um, for those of you that weren't in at the beginning, I'm gonna put up the um I'm gonna put up the website. 
again for you guys if I can, because you guys know my technology isn't great. But I want to show you what we have so far. And I think I can do that. Let me see. Hold on. Let me see. Yeah, there it is. Okay, hold on one second. Because I want you guys to go check it out, okay? Um, even if there it is right there. Boom. Love it. Got it. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, there it is. Okay. So you guys should be seeing this right now. Let me go up to the top. Hold on one second. Let me see. Hold on. Hold on. We're after hours, so it might not be streamlined. Ah, there we go. GigCon. Okay. So if I click on that, does it show you the whole thing? It does. Look at your boy clicking buttons like I know what I'm doing, but I do not. So let's go up here again. So this is Denver, August 4th. Okay. Go into my community tab. Click the link. Check out what we have so far. More things to come. More things will be added. Big shout out to my man, Jaywalk Sam, for putting this website together. Um, I'm going to go through and show you guys a couple things. Let me see. All right. So we got that right there. I'm going to be transparent. Listen, August 4th, it's a Friday, hosted by me. We have special guests. You'll see some of those. Some of them aren't even on the site yet that have said they're going to come up. Uh, we're going to live stream it. Uh, Sergio from the Show Me the Money Club, the Right Share guy is going to do a live there. I'll have a live. Other content creators will probably go live. Like, that's what we did last year. It was great. Uh, the low cost there is because we're going to be having tickets, not expensive tickets, cheap tickets, but this event costs money to do sponsors or no sponsors. It costs money. I spent, a, I spent a lot of time on this event, guys. I spent a lot of time this week, Wednesday. I didn't work at all, which is fine. When you don't work, you don't make money, but a lot of time and effort goes into this. So last year's event was free. People ate for free. They drank for free, free t-shirts, free swag bags. You're going to get all that stuff as well, but we're going to have some tickets. It is what it is. And I think most of you guys, when you see this, you're going to see that the price is like nothing. Okay. But that's the plan so far. Right. Um, scroll down a little bit. Solo is going to be one of the sponsors. Your special guest so far. We have Gary Middleton Technologies, the Driven Dad, Van. He's out in Denver. Holly. Red from Gig Wars, uh, Hannibal is Hungry, Steve Rideshare Rodeo. I have a few other people that aren't even on here yet. We're going to have an introductory, introductory kind of, so if you click on that, you see that's, who's that guy? Who's that crazy looking dude? A level up speech. We got new driver workshop, show me the money club. They'll do a live podcast. We got Gary's apps. We got Van. Let's see this. There we go. He's meet and greet with Van, Gig Wars creator. She has a app that you guys could challenge other gig workers with. Like you, like basically, it's an app where you go in, you could challenge people, and you put in your earnings, and it's a good motivational way to kind of grind out your week. We have the Tesla experience with the Tony, the driven dad. Uh, take pictures in a Tesla. He's going to have uh, people. We'll have a link where you can sign up for certain times because you can't just do this all day. You can go in and do a self-driving tutorial in his Tesla, which will be fun. Uh, the dumpling experience, we'll talk about how to sign up for dumpling, Holly, Savage Shopper. And then we have, uh, look at these guys. Who are these guys? Thanks from the team. These are my dudes. Happy birthday to Steve. That's my man, Hannibal. That's that guy. That's me right there with the glasses. <laughs> and then we have a uh, little tickets tab. So this is where you want to go in. Okay. Put in your name, put in your email. If you have questions, 
a message you want to, I see, I get an email once you do that, put all that information in and hit submit. And then we're going to have, you know, we'll put you down as RSVP and we'll talk about how you can get a ticket. Really easy guys. Super easy. More information to come. Just want to share that with you guys right now. And let me see if I can figure this out. There we go. All right. And then remove. Bam. The boy's back. So listen, uh, very honored and humbled that you guys come and watch this show every week. That's what we have going on August 4th. If you're in the Denver area, you should come to this. This is a gig of end of the year. Everybody that came to the one we did last year in St. Louis had a great time. We had about 90 people show up. It was it was great. And these kind of conferences, just so you guys know, I put these together to celebrate one another. It's a way to collaborate. It's a way for me to put like information out there for you guys, right? Um, and last year, I mean, we we actually like put pe- money in people's hands. I hired what seven workers. We hired a DJ, independent contractor. I hired seven other independent contractors. Like it was a way to like showcase like being an independent contractor and like putting people to work and celebrating what we do. It was fantastic, and this event will be better. Last year was outdoors. This year will be indoors. We're leveling it up a little bit, giving you a better experience, uh, more value, and a place to connect. So I understand there's a cost involved with people because you're not going to work. You're going to come. It's a day and a half event, basically, because we'll meet up that Thursday night for anybody that comes in. And there's cost involved, right? But this is the beginning of something very big. So when I started this YouTube channel, I talked about the bet on you, set goals, one day at a time. And I have been living that every single day on YouTube. And you guys see that. That's the reason I make a video every day. And I said that in the beginning of the channel, right? I didn't know about monetization and I had no idea. But I have been very consistent with that message, right? Doing it every single day. And now that the channel has become something that I never even imagined it would become, I enjoy it. And this Using DoorDash and the gig economy as a stepping stone, as I call it, I I show that every single day. So being a part of this, this is a third event now. So we did the one in person in St. Louis. We did a virtual con, which was fantastic. This is a third event that we're putting on. Every event's been good. We've had, we haven't had any issues with anything we've done. So I want you to trust that we're going to put on this third one and we're going to knock it out the park again. We're going to give you good value. You're going to be entertained. You're going to learn something. You're going to have a good time. So if you could make it out, I'd love to meet you. Love to shake your hand, all that good stuff. So just know that that's coming and I'm working really hard to do that. And I want to say this because y'all know I held zero punches. If anybody wants to come to this event and Purchasing a ticket, either either it's a dollar, five, ten, fifteen, whatever the amount is. If you think it's going to be a fifty or hundred dollar ticket, no, you're wrong. Okay. If you have an issue with that, that site I just told you, where you can put your name, your email, and put a message, I'll get that message. If you have a question, I'll I'll see it and I'll answer that question. If anybody wants to come to this event, and you're a channel member, you're free. If you want to come to this event and you want to use your fuel to drive, and you're just close enough, but if you message me and say, Pedro, I can't afford to pay you a ticket of whatever the valuation is, but I really want to come, I will. you get a free ticket, okay? This is an inclusive thing, all right? 
anybody that wants to come to this event will and can come to this GigCon Denver 2023. Okay? Anybody. And I say that and I mean that. All right? So anybody that has an issue that, oh, you're going to charge, email me personally and I will respond and we can have a conversation. All right? Um, A lot of people like to have an opinion on something that they know nothing about. The time and the effort it puts to to put these things together, the the money that I'm not making when I decide to do these events is a lot of money. Okay, I can go out and make money on. I could have made two hundred bucks on Wednesday. Instead, I sat home and I had I got to figure these things out. I got to make phone calls. I got to do this thing. It's going to cost me money to fly my family out or drive to Colorado. It's going to cost me money to get a hotel room. It's going to cost me money to put on an event. Okay. And if anybody thinks they can do it better than me, I'm waiting to see somebody do it. Nobody's done this event like like we have done. Nobody. Okay? So all the negative people that are like, this is stupid, this is stupid, da, da, da. I appreciate you. I love you. I have nothing but love for you, 100%. Thank you for the comments. Thank you for the questions. Thank you for talking about this event because all you're doing is helping promote it. And you're, you're, you're making me feel like I want to put it on even bigger and better. And that's what we're going to do here. Because on Mr. Bet on You, Pedro Dura Santiago, we bet on ourselves. We set goals. We do it one day at a time like nobody else. We level up. All the things I talked about in the community post back in January, when I put a community post of things I want to accomplish, we've done almost everything. And we're not even in June yet. I appreciate all the love, all the support, all the people that doubt me. You are fueling a monster. And in a couple of years, 10 years from now, when we have made a lot of people a lot of money, we've inspired a lot of people, we've motivated people. I will be able to look at you and ask you, where are you right now? And I bet you're probably in the same spot. I don't want you to be. And if you want to join this movement that we have going on, this positivity, be come in the beginning stages of it. Okay. Cause I still have, I'm still welcoming everybody. I have no hate. I have no, whatever. I got no beefs with anybody. Like it's all good. And the things that you're going to see in this conference will showcase that. And when I talk about leveling up and betting on you, we're living it every single day. So everybody else that has, might have a negative opinion about this conference and this and that I feel sorry for you. But I still welcome you and you could call me, you can email me, whatever you want to do. Right. But it's more about you than it is about me. We're doing big things over here and we show it every single day. Are you doing that? See you guys tomorrow.